going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today on episode 81 of the podcast, we are talking about the 2019 horror film. Is this considered horror? Horror comedy. Horror comedy. Yeah. There we go. I'm, always, I'm the worst at describing movies. But we're talking about Ready or Not. Yes. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always is wonderful Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. They're down here today because we have Ooh, two you're guests. Down, you're down here on our... Our Discord. So I'm looking in all different directions. But joining us from the Quad Pro Quo podcast is the wonderful Allie and Tammy. Hey. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for having us. I'm I'm trying to remember exactly how I met you guys. Was it Instagram, Twitter? I feel like that's how I meet everybody. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Okay. I I knew it was either Instagram. I think you're like the you i talk to you guys more on instagram than i talk to anyone because mostly it's twitter <laughs> and you guys it's mostly instagram because were you like a yeah. twitter jail for a bit we were in tri- we were in twitter jail for a little bit because i stupidly trying to try to change our birth date on twitter <laughs> to like when we premiered oh. and that apparently made us under 13 can't, can't and so it. we got put in twitter jail can't do it <laughs> yeah young. how what was it a week yeah, it was a long, it was a really long time. And this is obviously within the last week when like Elon oh, took over. And so, oh, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. everything was going to shit. So it right. took a while to get us out of Twitter jail. Because I remember trying to tag you guys in something. And I'm like, I swear to God, they had a Twitter. <laughs> a few <laughs> people like reached out to me and they were like, where did you go? I'm like, we're in jail and I can't do anything about it. So okay. I have you guys on Instagram anyways. <laughs> but before we get into all of the all the other stuff of the show, why don't you guys talk about your uh, your show? Tell us what it's all about. Sure. So the podcast really sprung out of, for us, the pandemic, like um, my partner, Matt, and I, when the pandemic was like fully raging and we weren't leaving the house, we started to do like a, you pick a movie, I pick a movie kind of a scenario. And it was kind of based off the quid pro quo scene in Silence of the Lambs, where Clarice is trying to get information from a Hannibal Lecter. And it was, you know, you tell me something, I tell you something. So we did like a, you pick a movie, I pick a movie. And then we moved down to Delaware, which is where we live now. And we moved next to Tammy and Guido. And we were like, let's start a podcast. And there's four of us. So we called it Quad Pro Quo. <laughs> so each of, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So each week, one of us picks a movie and we talk about it and we do a pass fail. Sometimes we do theme months. We're in the middle of December. So we're doing um, kind of holiday movies right now. We just recorded Black Christmas and Batman Returns, which will come out in December. So, yeah. yeah. Which Black Christmas? The original. The 1974 one. The 1974 one. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Uh, the, your, yeah. Your last episode was love potion number nine which i listened to as of this recording yesterday and that was tammy's back yeah it was fantastic (laughs) you guys you you guys is like conversation is just hilarious from start to finish because of course like you're all married like you're married couples right yeah yeah you know join up and do it you know and i it's i think that's what adds extra for our show because dan and angela being a married couple and you know riffing off each other it's it's so funny and like it's just the fact that like one of I don't remember which one it was one of your husbands picked Highlander and fuck yeah one of you liked it and I was like I've 
I think I thought Highlander was good, one. but I guess I've only seen it a long time ago, and I don't remember clearly how uh, it actually oh, is. Yeah. Wait till next week when you have to watch Robo, or you have to listen to Robo Robot uh, Jocks. Robot, Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Yeah. Yes. So bad. I thought it was a pr- like when he announced the movie he was picking. I was like, is that even a real movie? And, <laughs> and Robot Jocks. Guys are just like, where do we watch this? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Half the time we ask him that and he's like, yeah, we might have to order it on VHS. It's going to cost us $198 because oh, they haven't made any copies in 25 years. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Our show doesn't have that type of budget. If we can't get it on a streaming <laughs> service or rent it for a few dollars, we're not doing that movie. No, it's out. <laughs> Did we watch it on YouTube? I think we watched it's available it on YouTube. On YouTube. I'm pretty sure. So is Highlander. I feel it's like most of the motion. movies... Yeah, most of the movies the men pick on our show are like, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah, I I watched it. I watched Highlander on YouTube. Yeah. Like, last minute on my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much. Fun. Yep. So your, your show's your show's a blast. So everyone Thank out you. there who hasn't checked them out, Quad Pro Quo, it's a great show. I I, I have fun. Thank you so much for saying that. I I just. I find it so funny that we all have such different tastes in movies Mm -hmm. and it's not hard to pick a movie that either like one person loves and the other two despise. So it's really, it's a really fun game to try and get the guys to, uh, at least the guys, I could probably figure Allie out, but the guys I have to pick strategically sometimes to try and get them to say yes and, and vote yes. Right. Or like when you covered Amityville Horror, and everyone hated it. I even hated yeah, it. Yeah, we all did. Another movie <laughs> yeah. where that I was, was like, pick, and I she hated thought it. That movie was good, but I guess I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time. And to be honest, I'm one of the few who actually enjoys the remake. I haven't seen the remake. I probably should have. I would have appreciated Ryan Reynolds half naked chopping yeah. wood. Ripped Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chloe Grace Moretz in her very first role. Very little little girl, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we of course we have been letting our guests pick out the movies that we cover, uh, and you guys picked Ready or Not from 2019, which is was great because I don't think any of us had seen it yet. Dan and Angela, you hadn't seen it, right? So, and I <gasps> just the only thing I ever I've ever seen about it was Dead Meets Kill Count on it, which yes, I've seen a lot of kill counts without actually watching the movies. But it didn't okay. ruin my viewing experience of this movie because it just this movie. Listen, my my thought: this movie kicks ass. This movie. Well, it, <laughs> go ahead, Dan. I, I was gonna say I actually had a slightly different experience where you said you've listened to watched the Kill Count, right? right? I haven't. I listened to their podcast episode on it, um, so I had a little more, you know, explained right. to me about the film. However. It's one of those things where the experience of watching it is substantially different than actually have somebody talking to us, like us talking about this movie. So, so we're going to go around and we're going to talk, or of course we're going to let our guests talk about why they picked this movie uh, and what, you know, their history with the movie. So which one of you actually okay. picked this movie out? I did. Technically. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Tammy. <laughs> That's Okay. Tammy, the next time you, you get to pick it. it. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's fine. Uh, so well, I guess we'll start with Allie since she picked the movie. So when mm-hmm. was the first time you ever saw this? Like, what's your history with this movie? So 
I remember seeing the trailer for this movie and I remember watching the trailer and immediately being like, I'm going to like this movie. I usually have like a pretty good judgment on movies. And I just remember watching the trailer and being like, this looks cool. I'm going to like this movie. I just know it. And so I was really excited for when it came out. I didn't see it in the theater, but I saw it as soon as it was like available on like streaming and I watched it right away. And I just, I fucking loved it. Like, it's just, it's like, you know, like it's a horror comedy. So it's like funny. It's a little bit scary and it has just great people in it. Like not hugely famous people like, you know, Samara Weaving's kind of getting bigger now and it has like Annie McDowell in it and she's kind of been around forever, but it has like, just like kind of low key people in it. I loved like, I just like the aesthetics of it. Like I just, I was so excited for it when I first saw the trailer and it was one of those movies that just didn't disappoint when I finally watched it. I just loved it right away. So. All right. Tammy, you said this is your first time watching it too? Uh, I, yeah, this was my first time watching it too. And I was like, all right, what did she pick here? It's a, it's a horror <laughs> movie and it's a, you know, we've been watching a lot of horror movies lately. Not that I hate horror movies, but it's just, it's just been a run. So I'm like, okay. And then I saw the, trailer and i'm like oh this looks good i was in on the board games i'm all for like playing board games and and when i heard the hook of the movie um i was very intrigued and i wanted to know if it was fake or not so and guns uh lots of guns lots of gore (laughs) i'm all for that so her dress turned from red or white to red by the end, so that was that was pretty epic. Uh, that dress, loved it. I want to talk about it a lot. Oh, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I was excited to watch it. Cool. I like that. Pretty much everyone here, other than Allie, has seen has, has never saw the movie before. You know, this past weekend. So that's really cool. I like mm-hmm. hearing all these new viewpoints on it. All right, Angela, start us off. What'd you, awesome. uh, what'd you think of the movie? So, I yeah, I hadn't seen it before. I didn't watch Kill, either Kill Count. No, the, not the podcast or the uh, Kill Count. Uh, sorry, Dead Meat. I didn't watch their Kill Count. So I had no idea what this movie was about going into it. I'm like, okay, the cover looks cool. You know, I'm like, okay, lady with the gun. I'm all for it. <laughs> Love the kills loved i love the sister emily oh so funny <laughs> she was my favorite i kept screaming i'm like why do they keep giving her weapons yeah and then she's like cocaine away from her <laughs> like that's how she psychs herself up like yes that's so great <laughs> but yeah i mean i love andy mcdowell i've seen her in other things so Mm -hmm. i was like man she looks familiar and i looked it up i was like oh okay i know who she is love adam brody um samara weaving did a great job loved her hated her scream um was that really her scream or did that sound i don't know like they screamed that I said, I said, she screams like a goat. At the very end where she she's doing that really like one, I'm like, holy Christ, Samara, stop, Maybe please. Maybe it's on purpose because of the fact that they they talk about sacrificing goats. And they got well, that's what goats. I was going to say. She was in that goat pit. Ugh. That was so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that scream, but, was, that scream was 
brain piercing. Like the first couple of times, it was just a few seconds, but then it was like where she was trying to defend herself at the very end, and it was like 10 seconds worth of her screaming. I was like, come on. a lot of weird modulation going on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like they changed yeah. that a little bit. I, I absolutely loved it. Oh my God. Dan? Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. First off, um, I'm going to say what I thought about the movie, and I have a couple comments at the end. I really liked this movie. I thought it was really good. I, I liked all. I like pretty much liked all the characters, even the ones that sucked ass were great. the The comedy was fun because it wasn't it wasn't overbearing comedy. It was like uh, for those of you that will understand, it's like uh, Evil Dead Two to Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Evil Dead Two. There, where there's moments that are comedic, but it's not constantly in your face like Army of Darkness. Yeah, I think it balances itself well. Um, the situation's ridiculous, and it just it just goes. And I like how it just pretty much just goes from the get go, and it just it doesn't stop. And it, it, I mean, whatever. There's not a spoiler cap on this shit anyway. Like where you know Samara Weaving's character just fucking knocks that damn kid out. Like I was so many movies oh. I wish people would do that shit. Just clubs Those that motherfucker to the ground. I know, right? Those like kids. Just it, it's great. It's a fun movie. It's what like an hour and. 40 minutes long or something yep. like that. It's just, it's, it's mm-hmm. great runtime. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, it, I love all, I love pretty much everything about it. It's definitely one of the better horror movies I've seen lately. Mm. Outside of that, uh, like I said, I thought this was way better than I realized it was going to be after even listening to a podcast. So, which I try to tell my kid because he watches videos on stuff and I was like, you need to watch the movie too because it's a different experience yeah. than actually just watching video or people talking about it. But anyway, Allie. What does your shirt mean? What? From Schitt's Creek? Oh, I don't watch Schitt's Creek. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well then. Okay, that totally makes sense. I was like, like, David? Who the fuck's David? He doesn't watch TV. Ooh, David. I don't watch television shows. Uh, And I will say that I need to say one more thing. I did watch uh, most of an episode of y'all's podcast because I usually listen to them at work and I just did not have the time this week, but it was the Buffy the Vampire Slayer one. And because I don't know why this one I landed on, I've never seen that movie. I didn't watch the television <laughs> series. I didn't watch the movie before that one there. I don't know nothing about it outside of some of the characters in it. That's it. I felt personally attacked in part of that because somebody was shitting on people who have soul patches. <laughs> and I just a little bit of one right down here. And I was like, what is this shit? That's <laughs> with Luke Perry's facial hair in that movie. You stop feeling called out. I like that. I know. I do. I, I I took me like twenty years to grow this. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just with you. no. But it, yeah, I just want to mention that it's a fun show. I listen to you guys. It was great. But that's it. That's all. Thank I'm you. Oh, thanks. Thank you. All right. I loved this movie from beginning to end. It just keeps you on the edge of your seat. It's Samara Weaving is phenomenal in this movie. Just she goes from be, you know being that scared like what the fuck is going on type of person to literally just being a, like she's got to do what she got to do and she's a badass even with you know yeah. just the the things she goes through the injuries she obtains and just it just shows like there's just yes the world is full of shitty people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and sometimes you just gotta burn the shit down to survive yeah. it <laughs> and that's exactly what she does in this movie 
the rest of the cast, though, so good as well. I mean, I, I am not the biggest fan of Adam Brody because he always plays a piece of shit. But he is one yeah. of those characters where he is kind of like he's likable, even though he kind of turns into a shitty person at the end because he's, you know, he's got to do what he's got to do as well based on the mm-hmm. fact of like this shit is all real like it and that was the thing where he kind of was that guy in the background like what the fuck are we even doing like there's this is mm-hmm. this is what are we doing here like are we really hunting this girl down like i'm mm-hmm. just going to i'm just going to get drunk in the corner call me when you yeah, guys are yeah. done and then when he kind of like it you know goes off in his head like oh shit this is real that's when he has to make that really tough decision but then at the end he redeems himself and you're like good on you adam brody it's yeah. funny. It's funny. His character in this movie is is kind of the polar opposite from the character he was in Jennifer's body because he's like a Satan worshiper who's the one who actually yeah. killed Jennifer. And then in this one, he's kind of the the opposite where he's just like, yeah, I don't want to be any part of this shit. I'm I'm gonna save the main character instead. So I like I like. Well, in Jennifer's body, he chooses that, and in right. this movie, he can't choose because he's part of the family. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. But the rest of the cast, fantastic. Henry Zerny, who played the dad. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's so funny. Like Amazing. Fact, when you go into this movie, I mean, if you go into it blind, like I knew the little bit here and there of it, but when you go, if you go into it blind, you think this is going to be like that generic, rich family that's just got to do a shitty thing and they're not going to feel any remorse. Where I feel like this family is just like, we got to do this because we're going to die if we don't do this. And yeah, but even we felt that way at the end, like towards the end or when when we got through like the killing of the first three people, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then you get more into like the meat and potatoes of, you know, the the game and the history of the family. And um, you get to really see the fear on the older generation's faces of mm-hmm. like, if we don't get this done by midnight, we're all going to die. And and I felt like like that I don't know, they they knew that they had to get this done. And then the fear was then passed down to the, the kids and then they by the end of the movie as it got later and later and later were like, All right, we need to get this done or we're gonna die. Like they weren't believers in the beginning, but as it kept getting later and later and later and she kept winning and getting into the yard and getting into the I don't know, through the fence. I don't know. I think it yeah. got more and more intense as time went on. Yeah, well, it's blind faith, to be honest with you. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. all religion is. I mean, mm-hmm. we believe in stuff that we don't know if it's real. We're just hoping that in the end of our lives that we've picked the right <laughs> the right path. And so when, you know, she keeps saying, like, nothing's going to happen. No one's going to die. We'll be fine. And they're like, but you don't know that. Well, yeah, no one knows anything, to be honest with you. So they just kind of believe that that's, you know, I guess it's scarier to think that it's going to happen than to think that it's not going to happen. So, yeah. In this, in, by the end of this movie, it, it leaves you kind of with the question of why, like, why was she spared? And we'll get to that when we cover the whole, when we yeah. go through the whole plot and we get to the end. But that's it's one of those things where even after watching, I was like, huh, I wonder why, you know, everything happened and she was able to walk out of there. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So 
this movie was directed by Matt. I got to, uh, this is going to be uh, difficult for me. Matt uh, Bet- Bettinelli Open and Tyler Gillett, mm-hmm. also known as Radio Silence. Uh, they also directed Scream 5 that came out this year, and they're also uh, directing Scream 6, which comes out mm-hmm. next year at some point. Uh, this was written by Guy Busick and R. Christopher Murphy. Uh, the Guy Busick, I think he uh, was a director on the Stand Against Evil show. He did some Castle Rock episodes. Mm-hmm. He also uh, helped write the 2022 Scream, and he's helping write the 2023 Scream. Okay. This stars, of course, Samara Weaving as our main character, Grace. We have Adam Brody as Daniel. Le Domas. We have Mark O'Brien as Alec Le Domas. We have Henry Zerny as Tony, the dad, the matriarch of the family. We have Andy McDowell as Becky, the or no, I said that wrong, the patriarch, yeah. and this is the matriarch. <laughs> I know, I know these things. Uh, we have Melanie Scrofano as Emily mm-hmm. Le Domas. She's the one, and, uh, we, and we we were talking about this before we started recording. But she's the one who's in that uh, Winona Earp show. She's right? in Winona Earp. Yeah, she plays Winona Earp, and she's also in Letter Kenny. If you've ever watched Letter Kenny or Winona Earp, she's in both. <laughs> yeah. So she's the the cocaine addicted sister who oh, she's just so funny, amazing. Uh, <laughs> we have Christian Brun as Fitch who. In the beginning, you're like, God, this fucking guy sucks. To like, oh man, I kind of feel bad about the fine for this. Yeah, movie. yeah. <laughs> yeah so if you've ever um, watched Orphan Black, he is one of the clones' husbands on Orphan Black. Now, Orphan Black is the show so. that has the actress from She-Hulk, correct? Yes. Yeah, Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. So he is in Orphan Black. He plays. She plays obviously multiple characters. She plays different clones, and he mm-hmm. plays the husband of one of the clones on Orphan Black. Canada, another Canadian show. Canada, Canada's <laughs> just doing, Canada. doing great things up there, producing mm-hmm. amazing talent. Elise Levescu as Charity. Uh, she is terrifying. Um, and also Nikki Guada- Guadagni as Helene, who is also terrifying. Terrifying. And John Ralston as Stevens. And then we have the, the children. We don't really need to talk about them because they suck. Um, they do. Georgie, George, the most. Yeah, Georgie's the only one. That, do, do you hear the other kids? Georgie, oh, any kid named Georgie? Yeah, I feel like they don't. Ever, they don't say the other kid's name. No, he never no, shows up Georgie. until I think the beginning when you first see the yeah. two shits, and then at the end when uh, yeah, things happen. Yeah. You don't see them anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so this movie was released August twenty first, twenty nineteen. Well, you see bits of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a budget of $6 million, <laughs> which is insane. Like, just the, this house alone. Because was this filmed on a set? Or did they film this in an actual house? It it filmed in an actual awesome. house. It was yeah. in Canada, ironically. I want that house. Yeah. Toronto. The only right. thing. Yeah. I think the only thing they built for the movie was the goat pit. Yeah. And everything else is like this giant estate. Like, they even had to be very careful in some of the rooms to not like touch anything basically. Cause it's like a historic, oh, like beautiful. fucking house. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But it's all filmed like in one place basically. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I was reading, I believe the, the interior, ex- some of the exterior shots was, was a different location. 
because okay. yeah, because I not all of the extras, but some were a different location because it was the house from Billy Madison. Oh, oh yes, I did read that because right. oh. the pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The box yeah, office. I think, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think the house the house is called Casa Loma, and yeah. it's in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and it's a it's a like a heritage property and a museum. So it's. Yeah, it's like a huge mansion. You, you can take tours of it and everything like that. Yeah, I think they used it. Yeah, I think they used it um, for like X Men for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and the for Crimson Peak. Oh, like maybe X or it maybe exterior shots in Crimson Peak. Yeah, that's, a, gr- that's so. a great movie. So good. Box office fifty seven point eight million dollars, which is uh, a, a lot more than its budget. So it was deemed a success. That's great. Got a lot of praise. Uh, and I, I really didn't see a lot of negative uh, comments on this one. You know, you, you get them here and there, but just everybody, the critics and audience alike love this movie and uh, it's well-deserved. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the, uh, the board games, that they, so the, the, what was it? The La Braille? La Domus. That's them, but the, what was the, 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 the guy that they had to like. Oh, La Bale. La Bale. La Bale. Yeah. So the game, they, they it put in like 200 different ideas for the game. And that's when yeah. they finally came up with the idea. Uh, the guy who plays, who's the, um, the face of him. And also you see him at the end of the movie is one of the uh, producers, James Vanderbilt. He ended up playing LeBraille. He was the model Which, for the I read board that. games, and then also you see the ghostly figure at the end. Yeah, I read that when it said James Vanderbilt, and I was like, like James, like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt, like I think he like is, is a it like a Vanderbilt? A I mean, ghost? I think like, all yeah. Vanderbilts in this country are Vanderbilts from that. Are Vanderbilts? Yeah. yeah, yeah, in some way. <laughs> but no, he's he's a well-known producer. I think he uh, was also behind like the amazing spider-man movies he was a producer for zodiac his first ever producing t- uh credit was darkness falls from 2003 a movie that i've listened to a lot of podcasts about recently and nobody likes that movie and i'm like god damn nobody likes the things i like i like it <laughs> i like it yeah, i don't think you guys haven't covered that one though so no you. i would have called you out <laughs> how dare you no i like it we'll get to, when, when <laughs> i, get to I like episode, terrible I stuff agree with you, then you'll know no, Guido uh, <laughs> likes terrible stuff. Yeah, your husband does. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's, he does, too. That's relatable. And he's not here to defend himself, which is great. Next time. Get the bus. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're here to defend yourself most times, and I still am. And I defend myself quite poorly, or just make really obscene comments to try to mask it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Margot Robbie was actually up for this role. Uh, for the role of Grace, I said yeah. this role like you were supposed to know what I'm talking about. Uh, it was up for the role of Grace. Oh, I could funny. see her playing it, right? Because it yeah. kind of looks similar, right? But also, well, she's yeah. a very uh, charismatic actor, and yeah, she would have done a great job as well. Yeah, I wonder what her her scream would have been like. Probably a double goat. <laughs> a double goat, yeah. <laughs> An elephant. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> it probably would have been really girly. I don't know how she would be. It, like I still think that those screams were not her actual screams. Like they just seemed 
I, like it was one of those things where I heard her scream and I was like, I feel like I've heard this in a different movie. Like I've heard this scream. In another it's like movie the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. It's like, you know, well, because usually the Wilhelm scream they use for, for men, at least I, from what I've seen throughout my life, it's like, could this be the, 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 the woman's Wilhelm scream? That would be pretty, that would be pretty sick though. The scream is obnoxious. I so. literally just like <laughs> Googled Samara weaving scream. And the only thing that comes up is that she's going to be in scream six. So. Which is awesome. Nothing about her actual oh, scream. Please. <laughs> Here it is. That's what it said. When I Googled no, no. it, it said Samara weaving scream six. So, no, it, no. I mean, it makes sense. It's directed by the same guys. Right. So. No, no, it's, it's not that. There's a fucking video. <laughs> It, it was not gonna play. I promise. Oh, it's it's Samara. Samara was it? What's her last name? Weaving. Weaving. Samara weaving. Supercut. Ready or not. Screaming. And it's just oh. like <laughs> a minute and thirty minutes. So, just, no. So Dan, if you don't know, <laughs> Samara Weaving's uncle is Hugo Weaving, who played yes. Uh, Mr. Was it Mr. Smith from the Matrix? Mr. Smith. Yeah. Yep. And he's played and, in Lord of the Rings, um, and he was the voice of Megatron. Of and he shouldn't have been Transformers. I stand on this. And, I'm gonna die on that hill. Yeah. So that's her uncle. It's her uncle. That's her uncle. I thought oh. it was her father because they I look did at first, yeah, so much alike. Mm-hmm. But it's just her uncle, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, what does her dad look like?" Because <laughs> she looks exactly like Hugo Weaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I also mm-hmm. found it funny that you know Samara it, her her role in this is somebody who is trying to escape from Satanists when she was mm-hmm. in a movie called The Babysitter, where she plays a Satanist. Where she's yes. kind of on the other side of the, the the role there, so I thought that was pretty funny. And she looks drastic, like not in a bad way, but she looks drastically older from the babysitter role because she's supposed to look like a teenager in that movie, and then yeah. like, she looks, you know, older in in this one. And the mm-hmm. fact that she kicks ass in a wedding dress the entire time is just like mm-hmm. oh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody's kicking ass in like dress clothes. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I can't uh, imagine no, right? like running around a mansion, like trying to kill somebody with a. I mean, I couldn't. I don't want to imagine that ever. No, but uh, you know, going around a mansion with <laughs> trying to kill somebody in like dress pants and a dress shirt. Fuck that. She does switch out of those heels into the into the Chuck Taylors. Yes, that helps. Yeah. Her, I think. Yes, and she I was rips happy to dress. see that. Yeah, she rips. Yeah, I was waiting. I was like, she's running around in this dress. I'm like, how's she gonna run? And about that uh, time, that's when she. I mean, it it like, broke okay. my heart when she tore that dress because that dress is. It's a really gorgeous, yeah, yeah, yeah it's gorgeous. Really nice. But she needed to tear it. Yes, so this reminds <laughs> a little me, too long to begin with. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know when you when you go to a wedding and you're wearing a dress shirt and you're just like, well, I have a shirt underneath. I'm taking this thing off. It's, I can't move. Yep. I can't move. Yeah, <laughs> I got a date. Yeah. I'm surprised they needed to walk. Haven't adapted over time. What's that? I'm surprised these things haven't adapted over time. Like our generation has said, fuck it. And we're just all going to have dresses that are, or clothes that are much more comfortable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I'm excited the, when mine has pockets. <laughs> oh, pockets are great. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, women's clothes don't have pockets. I like, understand pockets. why clothing See, designers men, create pockets for women, under- please. Yeah. See, men don't understand because their pockets are, you know, I could fit like half my arm down men's pockets, but I can't mm-hmm. even fit half my hand in women's pockets. I can't even, yep. my knife is this long and it sticks out about this much out of women's pants. And I'm like, I've got to carry it. I have to mm-hmm. carry it. 
You have to get carpenter pants. That's what my mom used to call Women are supposed to marry or to carry purses and stuff. And that's why they do it. And I hate it. It's like I have have my keys, my knife, and my money all in my pockets. And that's... I don't yeah, need a purse. How do you get it? You got a purse, but that's an extra thing. It's not actually on your person. Yeah. Like exactly. It be on you. <laughs> well, Tammy, did you recognize Samara Weaving from anything else? I'm going to ask you this. Oh, my gosh. You know I'm not good with names. Don't look it up. Okay. So remember that show on Hulu, Nine Perfect Strangers? Mm. I'm waiting for her to, for it to kick in on her. Remember had Melissa McCarthy in it? Had Melissa McCarthy, and it was like Nicole Kidman, and they were in that like wellness oh, retreat. I love that. Show. She was in that. Oh, she was the prissy oh. social media girl with the crazy teeth. Yep. Yes, that was her. She and was she so she different was, in that show. Wow, that's that where I recognized her from. She's so tan and she has the big capped teeth and she's like an Instagram influencer on that show. Doesn't she have like the famous rapper husband? Okay. Or he like won won the lottery or something like that. Oh, yes. He won the lottery. They come in in that really outlandish car. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a Lamborghini or something like that. Yeah. That's her. Over the top. That was a good show. (laughs) Yeah. She's also like a huge nerd like in real life. Like she has like she, I mean, you see some of the tattoos in the movie. Like she has a little chili pepper on her, like on her wrist. She has a Harry Potter tattoo, which is funny because then she was in a movie with Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter. Like she's like a huge. Oh, no, oh, Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Yeah. So she's like a huge like nerd in real life. Like she seems. She's just. I've watched interviews with her. She just seems so cool. Yeah. yeah she's from Australia. So she'd be our friend. She's New Zealand. Or New actually. Zealand. Right. Right. Yep. And she's a Kiwi, yeah. So you, gotta, you gotta make sure you are correct with that because, you know, they're not the same thing. They'll, They'll fuck you up. It's like <laughs> it's like mixing up an Irishman and a Scot a Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Not good. Don't do that. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> so, you guys ready to talk about the plot of this movie? Yes. So, Allie, Tammy, if you guys have anything to say while I'm going through the plot, you just interrupt me. I'll stop talking okay. and you guys talk. <laughs> That's, that's literally what I tell everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, fun. Fun. it's fun. I'm ready. So the beginning of this movie starts with kind of like the cool panning down the hallway. It shows all the board games. You're kind of like trying to figure out what the heck is going on here. You get to see like the LaBraille or LaBelle games that are kind of mixed into actual board games that exist in real life. Mm-hmm. You then see two little boys running for their lives. They're not playing a game. They are hiding because something bad is happening. You literally, they run around a corner. They see someone is holding their stomach in pain. They're trying to find a place to hide. And one of the kids puts the other one in kind of like a cabinet. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and it's the guy that the dude who's impaled in the stomach with an arrow. And he's like, you got to help me. You got to help me. They're like, you don't know what the hell is going on. You're like, what? Why do you have an arrow in your stomach in the middle of this mansion? What is going on? <laughs> And then like, help me, I fell on my keys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turn around and it's like there's like four or five different people there. They're all holding different weapons. And then you got a, a bride in the back, you know, in her nice dress. She's bawling her eyes out. 
And, mm-hmm. and they're all wearing these like creepy masks yeah, too. Yeah. It's like they look like they're made out of like human flesh. Yeah. Like right. they look human skin masks. Yeah, Very they're, creepy. They're creepy as hell. And uh, they end up shooting another arrow into him and then they kind of drag him into this room. And then it goes to 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of those boys is getting married to Grace, played by Samara Weaving. And you find out the brother is played by Adam Brody. He's kind of a drunk. And I love how Samara Weaving's kind of just sitting there in front of the mirror, smoking and talking about, you know, it's like she's doing her vows. Mm-hmm. And then she, and then uh, Alex comes in, her future husband. And I like how she's just such like, a yeah, weenie. Your, your brother, your family hates me. Your dad hates me. And your brother just keeps trying to hit on me and stuff like that. I'm like, is she talking about Daniel? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it okay? Because I never got that vibe from him for, throughout the movie. Like he seems like more of like a protective person than trying to be a creep. I I think I think possibly that he maybe was doing that to drive her away. Right. Personally, because yeah. he does come in and he's like, "Last chance, you can run." Mm-hmm. Like you can tell that I think he he likes Grace from the start, mm-hmm. and he he thinks she's too good of a person to be in this family, regardless of the pact twist, the devil will say, or whatever. He likes her as a human being. And I think potentially he's doing that to be like, just get the fuck out. Like, you don't want to be in this family. You don't want me as a brother-in-law because I'm going to be constantly drunkenly hitting on you. Right. I think he's maybe trying to do that to save her, but that makes a lot of sense. Thinking back, like, like, Alex and Grace say, you know, he's like, you can go. Just like, yeah. if you want to leave, leave. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Why are you being so, why are you putting so much pressure on me here? Like, we're about to get married. And you're like, trying to like force me out already. Mm-hmm. And you find out later why. Um, but she's but in love. Think to yourself, like, it's been 30 years since the game was played before. I mean, wouldn't it be like a low risk that that game would be played again like yeah. knowing what and we I, know later there's always that chance i guess there's always that chance to play not... a game and there's always that chance it could happen again yeah, yeah. russian roulette is, is the reason he plays i think at some point someone in the end of the the movie says like he's because he says something in the in towards the end of the movie like it's not real and the dad i think the dad says like if you thought that you wouldn't have had her choose a card then yeah. So you don't believe that it's not real. You believe. So, yeah. But she's in love. So she stays. I know. And who takes- Plus she get to wear that gorgeous dress. So. Yeah. But, do, do, oh my gosh, you in this dress. pictures before the ceremony? I'm, it I depends. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't take pictures before my ceremony. Tammy, did you? Before you got um, married? Not with my groom, no. No. Yeah, I, it depends. I was got married at the courthouse. You don't want so. <laughs> yeah. to see the bride before the ceremony. At least that's the tradition behind it. You know, Traditional. Seeing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually take it But also usually butler. like the butler isn't taking your wedding photo. Yeah, <laughs> which what is what that? happens in this movie. Yeah. It's that creepy butler. <laughs> It's the fault of the wedding photographer. Yeah. Oh man. So I love the like a, a, every group is taking pictures, and you get um, 
Daniel and his wife Chastity. Is it is it Charity? It's Charity. Charity. I said Chastity. I think it's Charity. It's yeah. Charity. And uh, Charity's just like, I don't like her. He's like, why? Because she has a soul. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, it's yeah. so good. She says something like, she's pretty in like a last call at the dive bar sort of way. And I'm like, your name's Charity. What pole did you climb <laughs> off of to marry into this family? Like, let's be honest. More we like should a- not be throwing stones. Okay. More like, like, we know the pole she climbed onto. To get yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> let's calm down. But they, all of them also keep saying, like, is she one of us? Yeah. Like, she, oh, she's cute, but she's not one of us. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, is there a certain look, apparently, to be one yeah, of us? Like, it's very I'll weird. Yeah. Later, well, maybe what she meant. I don't know. She doesn't yeah. have brown hair like they do. I think it's the color of your yeah. And it and like are they talking about their money or their status at the time? That's what I think we're supposed to think. Yeah. I don't think so because, because later they- later charity says something like you know what I came from and I'll never go back to that. So there's I don't think that she came from money either. No, I don't I don't think so either, but at, at this point in the movie like we find out that she I went through the foster system and yeah. she didn't really actually like have a stable family and she was looking for acceptance in a family and mm-hmm. was looking forward to you know getting to know everybody yeah and wanted them to accept her yeah she that was her ultimate goal is to get the family it wasn't about the money like the others yeah Annie McDowell's uh, McDowell's there and she's the mom mm-hmm. uh, Becky mm-hmm. and you kind of, she's kind of a mixed bag. You kind of, at points, you, you feel like you need to like her, or you, you kind of get that feeling like she's not a terrible person. But I feel like that's just kind of how the, most of this family kind of reacts. It's like, in the beginning, it's like, oh, we got to do this stupid thing. Like, are we really doing this? And then by the end, they're like, oh, fuck, we really got to do this because mm-hmm. we're all going to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah, she says something like to Grace before the wedding, and she says, "You're nervous, oh, because your blood isn't blue enough." They said the same thing about me, yeah. and I think maybe it's a thing with the men in the family. They pick women who are either like wanting acceptance or a family, or poor, so they're willing to do what you need to do to be a part of this family. Yay! They get married. Yay! It's a, it's a joyful time for about three seconds until mm-hmm. this weird scene where they go upstairs and you think they're about to, you know, have their bang it out for the first time after getting married, and then yeah, they're consummating the marriage, yeah. and then in comes crazy Aunt Helene. Aunt Helene, why are you in the fucking corner? Get out of there! And there's hidden trap doors in this house. They're waiting for you downstairs. Okay, can I finish first? (laughs) This thing doesn't just go down immediately. Like, gotta give it a little time here. Uh, But he's trying. He's also trying to tell Grace about what's about to happen because, and and then he tells her, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, we get to play a game. That sounds fun. It's kind of weird to do. To but all right, cool. I'm in. Yeah." And backgammon, I love backgammon. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, let's do that. I like how he says down in the music room, and she's like, a totally normal room to have in a house. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. like so, like you suck it, <laughs> rich weirdo. Like, get out of here. 
God. a totally normal room. <laughs> totally normal room. Uh, so yeah, they go down. You find you're wondering who Mr. LaBelle is because you kind of see that everywhere. You see the the games, and they kind of mention mm-hmm. him, but they don't. You don't really get the full history of him yet. Grace kind of has a bonding moment with Becky. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and that's when you get the whole thing about her being in the foster system and she just wants to have a family. And Becky's like, well, you seem you seem cool. I like you. And I f- kind of felt like this was genuine. Like, I don't feel like Becky was doing this to just kind of, you know, oh, hi, I've got to put on that happy face. But internally, I kind of hate you for no reason. Yeah, no. it was more like mm-hmm. I really do care for you. And I really hope the thing that's about to happen in this movie doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does. It- <laughs> These people don't seem to want to pull their punches when they're talking about each other either. So yeah, I don't think they're going to hide it. No. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think she genuinely likes Grace, and I think mm. she's hoping that that one card that you don't want to pull that she doesn't pull it because yeah. she says like, "Please try to bring Alex back into the fold," and we've missed him. And I think she's genuinely hoping that <laughs> maybe she gets checkers or yeah. Go fish (laughs) instead of the card she pulls. Something easy. Something easy that doesn't require what she has to do. (laughs) Yeah, because you get that conversation between Alex and his dad about like, like what, Mm -hmm. you know, what if she pulls that card? And you don't know what card it is. And he's like, we got to do what we got to do. It's part of the whole, it's part of the ritual. Like, you just, we got to go with the flow. So (laughs) let's just hope she doesn't. And you meet the sister, Emily, who is just a fucking riot. She brings her two shitty kids and her shitty husband. Yeah. Uh, they're like the worst fucking rich people. The I hate worst. them. They so come in and they're like, office. we couldn't get our charter out of De Gaulle. It's like, fuck off. It's just got like coke <laughs> hanging from her nose. Like, <laughs> uh, it's just awful. It's not even summer <laughs> anymore. It's like, Money's yeah, we don't have a problem. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram. We're gonna be best friends. Like, yeah. oh, shut oh, up! I love God. Melody Scarfato so much. <laughs> She's so annoying. She's so great. She's so great. And uh, Aunt Helene comes in. She's just a joy. She's the most dry person on the planet. She's like, it's time. She because she's like the most serious about this whole game night thing. Because <sighs> we won't talk about it yet. Um. It's game I can't time. tell if she's serious or if it's like the Botox and the facelift. Right. <laughs> right. Damn, does her face make any other yeah. expression? Like, okay, it doesn't was, move. It's beautiful. Yes. She was in The Handmaid's Tale for a couple episodes, and I'm really? like, damn, she looks. What? She really? Who did yes. she when? She was Aunt Sarah. She was the one that had the crazy hair in. I think it was when they first got there. But I'm like, damn, she looks so different because in The Handmaid's Tale, you could see, you know, see all the wrinkles. And in this, I'm like, I don't think her face moves. Yeah. You gotta uh, say, I love her hair, though. That yes, white hair. I love is her hair. Phenomenal. Aunt Lydia love grew it. up like 45 minutes from me. Oh, really? Yeah. <gasps> I love that woman. Uh, she's, she's such a great actress. Fantastic. She's <laughs> mm-hmm. awesome. It, you guys have seen Hereditary? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good in that. Yeah. We'll yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's game time. And you get to go on this really cool game room that has their fucking name just plastered on the doors. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. Because we needed that. You only live in this yeah. house. We need a door I that mean, says your name. <laughs> they have to remember who they are. True. They and it's only name. for family members. Yes. Right. It's a, it's a dynasty. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Dominion. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Can we get like a prequel like show of like the history of this family like going through these? I would love that. Like that. That would be awesome. This wow. movie made money. I'm surprised they haven't done something from it before because they obviously yeah. can't do it after. So. Yeah. I mean, they do talk about another family being affected. So, right. Well, they could do. I mean, we'll talk about it, but yeah, the beginning of the movie where they have the flashback to the '80s with that hunting. Yeah. They could do that, could. even though we know how it's going to end. But still, yeah, yeah. yeah people well, saw Titanic. We knew how that was going to end. It's fine. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so it hasn't, exactly. hasn't, stopped other, hasn't stopped other horror movies. And to be honest, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be too overly positive if they made a sequel for this. How you know how horror movies yeah. tend to go with their sequels? It's only yeah, three years old. So it's not like it's you know a decade old. It's only like, it, <sighs> like surprisingly, like it feels like this movie came out like five six years ago, and it's only been a few years. Yeah. So this, oh, sorry. Uh, the father tells the family history about how his great-great-grandfather met Mr. Uh, LaBelle, made, yes. made a deal with him. <laughs> On a ship coming from Europe to America, yeah. and they made a game. Yep. And if, was it, if they won, if the grandfather had won, well, I, I can't remember the exact deal behind it. Basically, they would be rich and powerful, pretty much. Okay, yeah, and or all their dreams would come true, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and 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 all of it is because of this box. You know, Mm -hmm. you get this box; they pass it around. I like how the only one who really checks it out is Grace because she doesn't know what it is. Everybody else is like, "Get this fucking thing away from me!" Yeah, (laughs) I don't like this thing. And um, pretty much the whole thing is they put a blank card into the box. You kind of push it in, they pull it out, and it gives you a game. And I like how the other, um, the others, you know, uh, was it Fitch? Charity. And, and Fitch. Yeah, they talk about what they got. Like one of them got checkers and one of them got chess. Old maid. Or old, old maid. maid. Right. Old, what the fuck is old maid? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and, then ch- and then chess. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Grace does it and she pulls out hide and seek. And at first, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's just like, oh, cool. So hide and seek, that's that's fun. So how does this all work? And everyone so, around the table's like, fuck. <laughs> so yeah. tell me this house isn't the most amazing place to play hide and seek, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. This so many hiding holes. Another character. This, it, and that's what I love about this is the fact that it's mm-hmm. like you have all these amazing characters, but you also have the house that is another character. Because of the fact of like mm-hmm. you literally go in every crevice of this place. Outside, oh, outside I love that. That's odd. Fantastic. Yeah, I also love how it was. It would have been so easy to name this movie "Hide and Seek," and they chose to name it "Ready or Not." Yeah. Like it, it would have been just the easiest choice to say, "We're just going to name it Hide and Seek." So there was a, but we're going to name it "Ready or Not." I think there was a horror movie in the early 2000s with Robert De Niro and Dakota Fanning that was called Hide and Seek. Oh, yeah. So they yeah. Definitely. Oh, no, that. but there's another movie called Ready or Not, too. So, oh, I mean. Uh, yeah. No, you're yeah. Right. I, I kind of liked how they sub, like they could have easily named it this. Of course. And they chose to name it something. To, like, yes, they still, like, we still hear the, the, the term Ready or Not, like, Ready or Not, Here I Come. Yeah. But I like that they didn't go for the easy grab of naming it hide and seek well too i i feel like you can use that in different dimensions of the movie like are you ready to marry him or not yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are you ready to become a no. part of this family or not? Like, it's there's a yeah. lot more you can go with it. So, mm-hmm. it's good. So, yeah, it's not good. Cause not good for Grace. Not good for Grace <laughs> at all. She. What did you think of um the music? So. It is my favorite fucking it's so song good. I was just about to get to written. it because you have the conversation between Grace and uh, the father about like what's yes. going to happen. She's like, so what mm-hmm. happens to I hide? And you say, well, you're the, well, you're the new addition to the family. So you're going to, so you go hide. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll, we'll come get you. And yeah, it's the whole thing where they, you know, she's, she just thinks it's a game. Like she just thinks it's harmless fun. So she, you know, her douchebag husband hasn't prepped her properly. <laughs> yeah. So she, like, you know, wanders through and tries to find a spot, and then you see all the the entire family like gearing up, except for Alex. He doesn't. He just he's like, fuck that. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, that song, the run, run, run. Oh god, yeah, it's so it's- creepy. I love it. The old ass record. Yeah. I'm going to put it on like a party playlist and just jam out to that shit. I love that song. What's the name of that song? Run, run, run. It's time to run and hide. I love it. What is Is it called Hide and Seek? I love it. It was called called Hide and Seek. I think it's called Hide and Seek. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. And I love how he he gives all the the people in the family like the old weapons because they don't Mm -hmm. use the cameras. He says that. Yeah. Tradition. Yeah. Why and then do you he think gives they, them like they turned the cameras off, but they didn't put those awful masks on? I well, he says it later it. in yeah. the movie. He says it later in the movie. He says like, "Oh, that was Dad's idea. It was the '80s." Like, yeah. he's like, "Thank God we don't have to wear <laughs> those see. stupid masks." <laughs> yeah, because yeah. later Aunt Aunt Helene says something like, "Pick and choose, pick and choose." Like, we can't, you know. Yeah, but they all have to use like crossbows and hunting rifles. It's like crazy. <laughs> what the fuck? What? I don't even know how to use this. Yeah, they give Emily the tiny gun. The tiny uh-huh. gun. The tiny. And unfortunately, <laughs> she can't she even does, handle that. Yeah, she does cause the most chaos with that tiny gun. Oh, that little she pepper box. The most chaos in this entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love her. But with, with the mask, the did the kid wore it when they first mm-hmm. showed up, and yeah, uh, Daniel was freaking out like because mm-hmm. he saw the kid in the mask. He's like, take that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he knew what it was. Yeah. So she because they a- were the two kids from the beginning, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So she gets a hundred seconds to hide, and that's the 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 song. Kind of is the the duration of the song is how long she gets yep. to hide because it has the countdown at the end, <laughs> which is such a it's so good. Mm-hmm. We th- she so Grace hides in one of the, in a dumb waiter, mm-hmm. and. So once everything is all set to go, everybody leaves except they have uh, charity outside the room to watch Alex because they don't want Alex to interfere with either trying to get Grace out of there or whatever or try to hide her, uh, which I mean, it's good that he does find her because then she finds out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Yeah. So under I was gonna say under really shitty circumstances. Oh because yeah, absolutely. That one like he, he's trying he's trying to tell her, and then that fucking one lady gets shot in the damn head while the room they're in. The, the maids or the I don't nannies. 
Well, yes. we find out later that they, I think they're um, strippers <laughs> that were hired to be nannies for the night. Yeah, I think you're right. Because like, they hired me because yeah. they liked my dancing. It's like, they liked the way I danced. And then all and, the men uh, are the like, oh, she was my favorite. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, I mean, they're scummy rich people, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She has uh, money pays for everything. Line. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking line. Right in front of his wife. <laughs> who's coked out of her mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, she don't care. So Alex, I'm sure she doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. She probably she's, gets she probably doesn't even know her. what's happening. She's so fucking yeah, she, high. Like, ah, she's feeling real good. Cocaine. Oh, uh, love it. <laughs> so Alex takes a back route uh, because no one knew that these doors existed. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know if they really thought about or planned that because there's oh, all these little Lord. like hidey hole or like seeker compartments in the house. It's an old house, so there's going to be yeah. uh, servants' court, servants' passageways is what. Yeah, yep. You know, in old times, you didn't want to see the help. Yeah. Um. So I think it is weird that they were like, "You're going to stay here, but don't." But I guess we forgot about the secret passageways throughout the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't it? You know, he hasn't charity? lived there for like 20 years, probably. And he still knows yeah. where they all it's are. Like so it's like. Well, wasn't yeah. Charity supposed to like watch him or guard him or something? She was supposed to guard to watch the, the door. door. Uh, yeah. He was outside the room just watching the door like, you guys don't know that there's doors in there. He could just kind of yeah, see it. Yeah. <laughs> she they didn't plan properly. Well, she goes into well, the room and she's like, Alex, and she knows he's gone. She's like, fuck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you mentioned, I don't know when, where does this movie, t- like in the film universe, where does this movie take place? Do they like mention? Year? No, no, where? Like in the United States? They never States? say. Oh, no, okay. Well, I kind of always thought it was supposed to be like, because, because they're a gaming family, it's loosely based off Milton Bradley, I think. Yeah. And so I always kind of thought it was either like, <clears throat> New York, like a New York heritage home, or like California, like the Hearst Castle, or something like that. That's kind of always what I thought, but technically it was all filmed in Canada. So, well, the reason, I asked, <laughs> the reason I asked this is you guys were talking about like the certain the certain passages and stuff, which, yeah, um, you know, at the time a lot of these were used where the servants were per- primarily people of color and mm-hmm. they obviously didn't want them to be seen. That's why these passages existed, blah, 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 blah. But as time went on, these passages still exist. So it's not surprised. A lot of people probably forgot they're not there. And where mm-hmm. Al was it Daniel, what's the other guy? Well, Daniel and Alex, Alex grew up they there. grew up there. So kids yeah. naturally be cursed. Sure, like, nobody else is going to give a shit because they're never going to use it. So that's probably why nobody else remembered it. I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. even, well, it's weird though, because when, before all this happens, when Daniel and Daniel, is that which yeah. one's the husband? Adam Brody is Alex? Daniel and Alex is the Okay, Alex is the When Alex and Grace are in their room and they're about to like have sex and then they get spooked by Aunt Helene, she has come out of one of those holes, yeah, like yeah, one of those passageways. And he says to Grace, like, they're servants' quarters, they run all through the house. So Aunt Helene knows they're there. Yep. So I just it is kind of surprising that they just like left Alex in the room and like Yeah, that's oh, true. That's especially true. Yeah. Eight newer person to the family because you don't know how long charity has been married yeah you know a part of the family so she may not yeah. know that these exist that's true but, but the, the dad others should have known i feel the, like the dad yeah. should have known and been like yes. maybe stay in the room with him the original <laughs> yeah. people should have known yeah. that hey yeah you know 
I mean, keep an eye you on tell him. This family not... is very unprepared for the situation that is happening yeah. in this entire yeah. movie, so it's not that surprising. Yeah. Well, so far up their own asses, it's no surprise. Mm-hmm. Finch has got the uh, crossbow and he's bitching about it. He's like, I don't even know how to use this thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like that would be my weapon of choice was the crossbow. A oh, crossbow? So yeah. I don't know why. I just would feel the best with that one. Because <laughs> it's, it's not as intimate, it's further away. Yeah. Yeah, and this is when Finch is like, I I gotta go I gotta go to the bathroom. I got a nervous st- stomach. And you find <laughs> out that he's just going to the bathroom so he can watch YouTube videos on how to use a crossbow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which those are the writers. Yeah. 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 In that oh, YouTube nice. video. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those oh, are the really? writers of the movie. Yeah. Those are the writers <laughs> of the movie. That's hysterical. So funny. Yeah. So Grace is in her hiding spot and she's talking to herself. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, Grace, what are you doing on your wedding? Oh, you know, just hiding in a dumb waiter. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, she gets so bored, she's just like, yeah, fuck this. Uh, game's over. I'm going to get out and uh, try to find somebody. And she gets out and kind of wanders around. And then you pan to, you go to the, where the kids are sleeping and one of the, the girls fell asleep. She wakes up, one of the kids are gone. You're like, oh, darn. Georgie. And yeah. And uh, and so she, the Clara, you find out is her name. She goes to search for him. And during all this, Alex finds Grace and they hide. And she's still in the motion of like, oh, this is just a game. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So they hide behind a bed. And that's when Clara walks into the room and is calling for Georgie. And then she turns around to start to walk out and she gets blasted in the face. Mm-hmm. In and the all, face, and all he hears Emily go, "I got her! I got her! Come on, guys, everybody!" And she went <laughs> walking like, "What the fuck?" Because they're like, "We just murdered someone. We don't know." I like how they say, "Does it look like she's wearing a wedding like- dress?" <laughs> Emily, <laughs> the dad's just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> oh my god! She's like, she I don't know killer. what I'm doing. I'm sorry, I dad. Daddy, I'm so sorry, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's so great. So Grace, so she doesn't care at this point. She takes a bump in the room, and it's all over. Takes her face. the bump. Yeah, she's yeah. literally. Like, it's like ah. she's like hyping yeah. herself up. And in they the also like, well, does the help count? Did we? <laughs> so did we fulfill our need? Oh, yeah. Like we've killed That's somebody because so it's asked like three times, and Ahali's like, yeah, "Why do you guys keep asking this question?" <laughs> it's no so funny. Oh God! So. Yeah, Grace is terrified. She's just like, what the fuck did I just see? And it's the gurgling that's coming from this oh girl. Oh, it's awful. Well, that's, that's the second. That's, no, she does too, but the second one is the second one is like, the funny. Yeah, because she's still yeah. like alive. Yeah. yeah, it lingers on that sound. Yeah, nope. and then her the the father and the aunt, and I love how this the gaming still goes. It's like a it's a thread through the entire movie because when they go to pick up the the girl. The dad says head or tails and he flips a coin like which which side do you take so the the gaming still goes through the entire movie which i yeah. love i love that common thread of of that through the entire movie they probably can't help themselves it's just their norm everything yeah, you, is made into a game and you know earlier when they talk about like how they own four professional sports teams i'm like what professional sports teams do you think this fucked up family owns Football and basketball. Maybe a baseball team. Maybe a baseball team. <laughs> I don't know. 
He's very proud of it. He's like four professional sports teams. I'm like, ooh, yeah. which ones? Which ones? I'm trying to think. <laughs> so Alex brings Grace to one of like the back hallways of the house mm-hmm. and explains to her everything about yeah. the fact that any when anyone enters the family, they have to play this game. And if you unfortunately pulled the worst card you could possibly pull, and uh, yeah, we pretty much the family. So he was one of those that goes. You know, the family thinks that we have to they have to kill you before is mm-hmm. sunrise or we all die like the entire family. Yeah. Dies. And she's just like, what the fuck? You could have told me this. He's like, well, if I told you, you would have left like, well, that makes you a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, if you refuse to play, you die. And he says, like, it happened to my cousin, Rachel. It happened to my great uncle. They didn't play. They died the next day. So that does kind of reinforce that, okay, maybe there's something because these other people didn't play and they died. But yeah, it also could just be a coincidence. <laughs> she says something about eloping. Yeah. And he's like, you can't. No, you have to marry here at the house. They have you to have marry to here the and they have to play the game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they decide to separate. Uh, Grace modifies her dress because she's like trying to run because <sighs> she keeps getting caught up on the dress. And she puts on her yellow converse. Yep, she puts on the converse. Mm-hmm. She's ready to go. She chooses. I like how Alex tells her where to go, but when she gets to the end of the hallway, there's two doors, and she chooses the wrong door because when she goes out, it's the dad and <laughs> Helene carrying the body of Clara. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, no, because they literally were like, hey, where, uh, where do you think she is? And then, and then she pops out and they're like, founder. Daniel's like, founder. <laughs> and then Emily. <laughs> Tries to shoot her again. Yeah, the dad. Well, the dad drops. He drops, and he's like fumbling to get something. And then there comes Emily, and she's like shooting. Yeah, she comes out. She comes from the opposite direction, and she she just starts shooting randomly. (laughs) And she's he's like, "We need her alive for the ritual. A for center of mass. A for center of mass. A for the center of mass. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) What was it? Wasn't there a scene earlier, and it maybe hasn't happened yet? It's where she like freaked out and ran out, and then like she took the bump of cocaine or whatever. She's like, "Oh, I forgot my gun," and she has to like run back into the room because she keeps forgetting it, like setting it down. Yeah, she like looks in the mirror. She's like, "We're gonna do this." Yeah, crazy. (laughs) Yeah, she has to psych herself up, and then she has take a bump of cocaine. Because even later, like they joke about it, like they all know. Because even later, I think her husband says like. Let's get you get you an edible and calm you down. Yes, <laughs> it's yes. Just like, you've had too much coke. <laughs> yep, you need to. We need just... to go the opposite direction. Yeah, we're gonna move on the other side of the spectrum here. <laughs> so Daniel runs into Grace in the billiard room. She's hiding, and he kind of just walks in, kind of casually sees her, doesn't make a big deal about it, but he um. He decides to give her a little bit of a head start before he notifies the family where she is. But by, you know, by the time he calls, he's like, oh, she's in the study, it was a study, billiard room, whatever the hell room they're in. The study. Okay. And uh, this is one of my favorite scenes. I don't know why. I love their conversation when she says, like, nothing's going to. And he says, I-, I don't know why I love it. And then he just counts one, 1,000. You get that great cut in the film where she's running and you get the music in the background and he's counting like one one thousand two one thousand then he screams and then his stupid wife comes in she's like you let 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 her get away yeah 
Yeah. Oh well, sorry. Like, he doesn't give a shit, but he does give a shit. Like it's kind of tough for him. It's very tough for is him. It, is this where she's like the the wife is like, can't you pretend to care? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. You, know, you find out that she's she literally married him because he was rich. Because yeah. she grew up poor, or at least that's kind of yeah. the, you know perception you get from her. Because like like Allie had said earlier about the the whole you know she didn't she lived a less privileged life before she wasn't going back to that. I think that's what all the women are. Right. I think the men pick women who come from either poverty or the foster care system mm-hmm. or something so that they feel lucky to be in this family and will not question the fact that they have to sign their soul away to the devil. Right. Which is basically what's going to happen. I mean, so all of the women, because even like Andy McDowell, when she says like, they said the same thing about me, your blood isn't blue enough. She probably came from poverty or the wrong side of the tracks or whatever you want to say. I think they deliberately pick these people because they will not question what they have to do to be a part of this family. They will be thankful that they are even included in it. That's what I always. They come from that proverbial nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, the charity says like, you know what I came from. I will never go back to that. So she is, she will do anything to keep this life. Whereas grace, she just wants love she just wants a family she doesn't care about any of the, of the other stuff so for her it's a little bit different but i think they deliberately seek out these people who are less than we'll say yeah. Yeah. so the rest of the family shows up and they have a little chat and that's one one of the other like girls who i guess is the help or whatever yes. is. she comes in she's it, does she like announce like where she's that she saw grace yeah, <laughs> shoots her with a crossbow in the fucking eye. Yeah, because uh, I take the gun from her, give her the crossbow. Yeah, Emily does it again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and like, where? Why are they still giving her weapons? Because Fitch gives it to her. Yeah, and she uh-huh. just shoots it. I don't even think she like actually aims. She just accidentally misfires and just like, a perfect shot right in the yeah. eye. And she's like, right, yeah. I don't like, want this. You hit, you take oh, it. Oh, why do we keep giving her weapons? Take it away, Daddy. I'm so sorry. She says, why does this doing. keep happening to me? <laughs> um, like, not the people you've killed. Yeah. Don't feel bad yeah. about oh, that. Of course, that's no. all I care about. <laughs> and uh, don't yeah, feel bad about that. This is what I think the second or third time that they they say about, oh, does the help count? And yes, he's like, stop asking that question. Uh, no, and uh, as she's trying to say that, all here's oh. Oh, 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 like gurgling, oh, gurgling. And you're like, oh no and then you know, lean just gets sick of it she goes over with her big axe and just fucking chops her head off decapitates <laughs> like, her Jesus. Cause she, she's trying because Annalene's trying to talk and you just hear her gurgling every time she does talk <laughs> yes oh so they uh, the like, what the fuck Annalene it's like you are all trying to kill a woman let's yeah. not be yeah Oh my yeah. god, Annalene, I can't believe you chopped this stripper's head off. Like they're all like shocked by it. It's like you are literally trying to kill your family member, new family member. You're trying to kill yeah. her. And you yeah. this is shocking to you. Yes. Like, we, like, calm down, people. This is somebody you hired for the night. You know? Yes. 
She's the most serious yeah. about the game. <laughs> oh yeah. yes, yeah. She is. She is. Which she she has every right to be. Mm-hmm. Well, so well, so is Tony. He's like the next most serious about it, but he's still yeah. an idiot. But she's like the most like actually not fuck around, not be confident for the most part. Yeah. He yeah. Look what happened to, to change her. His way when he realizes like oh shit this is getting really close too close for comfort where we can't get her and it's getting and it's only an hour or so left until sunrise she's fighting yeah and that's Mm -hmm. when he decides oh fuck tradition we're gonna use the cameras you know i say how was it my fault that you know back when granddaddy did this there was no cameras that's what i say (laughs) that's what i say when like you know you got like somebody you know like an older gentleman or, you know, and anybody who's elderly, who's like, back in my day, we did all this because we didn't have TVs. I'm like, well, if you had TVs, you'd be doing the same shit we were doing. So shut it. Yeah. Grandpa. Guess what, grandpa? This isn't your day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So they turn on the cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grace Rambo's up. She gets a, a gun, some ammo. She looks at herself in the mirror. Looks so cool. Yep. She's like, oh shit. <laughs> she <laughs> hides in this like, little kitchen and the the butler's there stevens and i love stevens she's trying to stay quiet but she's also trying to load the gun because she was gonna shoot him but it didn't have any like she didn't load it first and then she loads it and then tries to shoot him and it doesn't go off and he turns out like oh this all show you know it's nothing none of it's real the ammunition's for show yeah yeah Yeah. dude but i love well, I love him because he's obsessed with the over eighteen twelve overture or whatever. Like he is so obsessed it. with that. I love it, and he gets into it. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I love when he sings it, and her face is like, "Okay." It's bad enough I'm being chased. Now I have to listen to this fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex turns on the cameras because that's the, I guess the mm-hmm. only way he can unlock the doors, or he's trying to unlock the doors. He turns on the cameras and. The others notice that yeah. the cameras are on because the dad was like, well, we got to use the cameras. And they're like, well, they're already on, so we just got to go to the room. And he, that's when they know, oh, fuck, Alex is in there, and he's probably not doing things we want him to do. Mm-hmm. So Grace battles Stevens. She smashes the boiling water over his face, mm. which is awful. You know that had to hurt. Yeah. So and, much. Yeah. Alex... They, uh, the dad and Daniel break into the camera room and they kind of have a scuffle. Alex almost kills his dad. And, but then he gets knocked out. He kind of gives up and then they, they knock him out. And uh, this is when we get the great, uh, the, uh, the third girl, the third stripper slash help slash whatever the fuck these girls are. Uh, she gets killed. Grace kills her. <laughs> this, is, this is all Grace's fault. This was Grace's yeah. fault. <laughs> that's where we find out what they are yeah. because she's in the dumbwaiter and grace yeah. finds her and she's like i don't know what i'm doing here mr mr ladoma said just likes the way i dance and it's like oh you guys are strippers okay <laughs> hired to be hired to take care of the children mm-hmm. yeah no offense to sex workers sex workers oh, work no. but hiring random strippers to take care of your children is a little sus <laughs> And yeah. also That's to be random, who I would pick for my kids, <laughs> and also to be random party servers. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, more party favors. Party yeah, favors. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So Grace is trying to get in there. She needs to hide because she's being hunted. This uh, Dora is not being hunted, so she's trying to get her out. 
Unfortunately, Grace accidentally hits the button to send the dumbwaiter down, which then closes the door, which pins Dora and then cr- ends up crushing her. Oh, just <sighs> the sound effects of oh, all yeah, of just it. The crunching. Yes. Look, the, watching so much gurgling. Yeah. Coming from uh watching gurgling. a lot of Halloween movies and watching Halloween H2O, dumbwaiters are never a good choice for an escape no, plan. Not the kid from Jumanji. You, Yes, the kid from Jumanji, which I watched today, too. You are always going to lose a limb or your entire life in a dumbwaiter. It's just never a good chance. It's never a good plan. Not a great place to hide. So we grew up. Well, I did. um, I'm from central Georgia, East Tennessee. So I always grew up knowing what the Biltmore House was. Oh, yeah. And we grew up going there about every year. My grandmother sold... um, Oh, sh- home interiors. If you've ever heard of that, it was something from when I was a kid, the 80s. It was um, interior decorating, um, paintings. Um, she she did a lot of shows where she would sell this stuff. So she would get cheap tickets to the Biltmore house and they have dumb waiters. And yeah. I always had this irrational fear as a kid going into this house and like somebody's going to end up getting stuck in one of those and then you see horror movies as i got older i'm like see told you yep <laughs> the house has a dumb waiter in it it's haunted absolutely i'm like this actually is good it can it's in pet cemetery too i mean there's just way too many like faulty uh, dumb waiters in horror movies yeah. <laughs> it's not really for people either it's supposed yeah. to be for like food and stuff yes like, it's for mm-hmm. food uh, not people haunting not of people. Hill house have you guys seen, and of, uh, everybody here seen haunting of hill haunting mm-hmm. of hill? i can't talk yes. words are hard uh the dumb waiter <laughs> scenes in that show are terrifying Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, see, it wasn't so irrational as a kid. No. Oh God. T- it's a bad mode of transportation. It's why they don't make them anymore. Yes. Thank God for that. And none of these and none of these in this house were electric. It was all, you know, by yeah, hand. Ones, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, somebody's gonna end up dead. Oh, yeah. You. So you find out that Helene was the bride from the beginning of this movie. She's the one whose mm-hmm. husband got Fucking arrowed a few times, uh, but she all but you all she also talks about how like if she had to you know if the if things went a different way that she would she would have killed him to make sure that the family survived, and so that's why I think why she's so serious about this because she knows like what would happen if they didn't finish the ritual. Yeah. Because well, she take- also lost someone that she said she genuinely loved. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the husband. I mean, I'm sure it was horrible <laughs> to do that. Um, yeah. But they take Alex and they like handcuff him to the bed upstairs. Right. Mm-hmm. And while they're talking about this, Grace is outside yeah. and she kind of hears it. And, and I think Aunt Helene says something like, he needs to take his place as the head of this family. Like you never should have let him leave. And he's, he's the only one who's ever seen Mr. LaBelle in his chair. Yes. That's what she says. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He is, uh, that he's the one that could lead this house, not run. Yeah. Lead the, yes. lead the family or something, not run from it. Yeah. So Grace gets outside and she runs for her damn life. And she makes mm-hmm. it to a stable. 
full of goats. And she's hiding. Oh, she hears, this whole scene. She's hiding. She hears somebody yeah. coming because she sees the flashlight shining. And who would it be? One of these. This shitty, fucking kid. The fucking kid. Fucking Georgie. Georgie. And what does he do? He's like, "Hey, Georgie, hey, what's going on?" And he just pulls up freaking Emily's little gun and fucking shoots her right in the hand. Mm, right in the freaking hand. Oh Makes my his god. Yeah. Do you think it would have gone through like that? Like yeah, it was a pretty I mean, big hole. Your hand's not. Yeah, but that big. was like an old school, like fucking <laughs> Three Musketeers gun that had like a huge bullet in it. It probably, yeah, I would say it did go. It would have gone through her hand. Yeah, oh, a bullet what? was so big though. Yeah, I know that was a that's was a very large hole. That's what I was trying to figure out when I was watching because it's an old pepper box, and normally pepper boxes are they were they were designed for concealment or for a lady to carry because they're usually a smaller caliber round it's just individual barrels every time you pull the trigger it hits a different chamber that's what I like i that took me a bit other than back a little bit i was like i don't know if that would have never done because it's usually smaller calibers but you know, i bought it for the movie i was like All right, yeah we also we She's also like have a weapons there. and car expert like you guys do Not oh like we fans. do you're like our guido yeah <laughs> i'm like a fan <laughs> just don't ask him what color the car is because he won't know no. that, but he'll Fuck. know exactly what, make know what it is. is yeah <laughs> we'll be sitting there watching movies he's like oh look at that car yeah. and he'll tell me exactly what it is and i'm like yeah if you ask a little bit two, sec- two seconds later i forget what color it was though <laughs> So Grace slaps the shit out of freaking Georgie and knocks him the fuck out. Fucking Georgie. She gets yeah, yeah, it's so oh god. I listen. Like I, I don't like condone. violence against kids. Yes. These, these kids deserve kids, they were little so kids suck. Yeah. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. She gets spooked by a goat, which then knocks her into this pit of just rotting animals and uh people. There's a human yeah. skeletons down there, which is delightful. She's covered in just Everything he gets covered and throwing up like I hate when I throw people throwing up. It's the worst. It's immediately, insane. immediately she is covered in like goop, and I'm like, God, that <laughs> happens real fast, yo. Like, like, you I'm are so just... glad I was watching writing notes at this. Time. It's like it you rolled in, like, oh, it just, it's, it's so, so disgusting. Like her hair, oh, like oh. everything is covered in goop, and I'm like, oh, oh God. God. And you know that with that, that. You know what's gonna in happen. Her hand, she—it's gonna get infected. It's oh, gotta get infected. Oh, yeah. You just also know that what's gonna happen next is going to happen next. Oh. Like you just know it's gonna happen. They're like, "Here's the nail." It's like yeah. that scene. she has a hole in her hand. So awful. What's it's gonna scene happen? In the quiet place where you're <laughs> no. like, she's gonna step on that nail at some point. Oh, it's just scene in Home Alone. He's and gonna like, step yeah. on that nail. They're they're <laughs> intentionally focusing in on that nail. I'm like, yeah. oh. and you know, it's and it's of course the hand that she gets shot in, so it goes like right in the hole through the hole and oh god her goat scream yep all i could think of was like how strong her fingers are on that other hand it's a bloody hand and she's got four fingers on that leg oh god oh that was amazing she's so strong the worst very good upper body strength there such good yeah, I love it. She Ugh. gets out though, and she like cut, rips a piece of her dress. She wraps her hand. She looks towards George. She's unconscious. Body. She's like, you little fucker. Yeah, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love. Uh, she's running across the lawn, and Chastity sees her. Or charity. I had Chastity in my notes. Charity sees charity. her, and I was like, I got you. I got you. And blatantly just misses completely. <laughs> like nowhere near her. She's like, Fuck. Nowhere. <laughs> it was hysterical. 
Yeah. So I think she killed like a bird or some kind yeah, of wild animal. Or or she a make a noise. Oh lord, it's so good. Yeah. Grace Grace makes it to the front gate and she can't get out, but she sees a car coming, so she improvises. She sees that there's like a loose piece of the gate that she pulls oh. apart. And then you get the scene where she's squeezing her way through the gate and she's just tearing her back up, and you're like, Oh, that was like, worse for me than the hands. Oh, like, that why do they have to keep focusing in like that close on her? Oh, you know it's happening. It was a good scene. Oh, I know, yeah. but you know it's happening. Like just she's that, already yeah. broke the, you know, the steel or whatever it's made out of, and you know it's happening. But it's like, why do they have to keep focusing? Because they focus guys, on the car, and then they the focus on her back, and then they focus yeah. on her face, and really it's like close to some awkward kills because they there's it a was, kill and scream that's very similar. It was worse for me than the hand, like that metal going against her back. I was like, mm-hmm. every time I watch it, I'm like, I don't, I can't watch it. Like oh, yeah. I hate watching cuts like that. I hate it. It's so, it looks so painful. Hand, oh gosh, yes, but you know the hand. It was fast. It was through and through. The hand was fast. It was fast. This is this slow is, and agonizing. This is her mm-hmm. dragging her skin against like metal, and it's just like, oh god! And they just keep, they, like I you said, they focus in on it. <laughs> you know she's got its infection has already started because she was oh, in the pit with all the, the goat pit. <laughs> I mean, the, the you even saw the dude from the beginning. He was in there too. Oh, he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So he's been rotten. There. He's been rotten for a long time. It's been 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. 30 years. Yeah. So she gets out and she tries to flag down the car and the guy driving the car is one of the directors. Mm -hmm. Or at least it's his voice. You never actually see someone. Yeah. I think it's just his voice. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she says a lot of nice words. Oh, I love her her string of of words. Yeah. It's great. And then she runs. Dick liquor is always a great one. Yeah. (laughs) You don't hear it too often. No, that's no, a very no. old school insult. Yes. <laughs> that whole scene of her just yelling all those just random, almost incoherent obscenities just like oh. just felt so legit. I was like, oh, yes, yeah. thank like, you. Yeah. I would have done I the same that exact one. thing. I say all those words yeah. when I stub my toe. Yeah. My kids aren't around <laughs> when I do it, but. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, Stevens is on her tail. So she books it into the woods. Uh, the father is not very happy because he. For one, Daniel thinks this is all a joke. And two, they still can't get her. And it's getting awfully close. And so uh, this is when he kind of tells a little bit of like the backstory too, where he, you know, the fact of like, you know, you had to make a deal. You know, why couldn't you? I can't remember exactly what he says. One of the things he says is you don't, you don't fuck Mr. LaBelle. Mr. LaBelle fucks you. Fucks you. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what he says though when he like in like he's he's drinking and he looks at the painting of his great great grandfather and he says like mm-hmm. why couldn't you make a deal for something else or I couldn't remember the exact quote but Emily and uh Daniel get sent on cleanup duty because they got to get rid of the <laughs> all of the bodies of all the uh the girls that got killed most of them by Emily <laughs> and let's uh, go dump them in the goat pit in the goat pit <laughs> yep and when they go to the, the stables to get rid of them in the goat pit, they have the conversation of like Daniel's like our family deserves to die. Like, that's why I don't care. Cause I feel like, you know, if this is real. We all deserve to die. And you're like, well, my kids don't. And that's yeah. kind of where you kind of, you feel like a switch went off in his head. Like, okay, maybe I should actually take this a little serious just in case it is real. 
Stevens catches up with Grace and incapacitates her. And Steve and oh no, he she knocks him out. She steals the car. She mm-hmm. didn't know. So Samara Weaving doesn't drive. She doesn't have a driver's license. So they had to just pretend, like make it look like she was driving the car. It's not actually. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. But also in in the previous scene with with the goat pit when they find Georgie and that's right. Emily hugs him and he says, "Well, I saw the lady and I shot her." That's what and, else is doing. Yeah, and Emily says. Yeah. Or someone says, like, why did you do that? He's like, well, that's what everyone else is doing. And Emily says, I'm so proud of you, which is what Andy McDowell's character said to Daniel in the first part of the movie when he's a little boy. Mm-hmm. When he said, when when Helene's husband says, like, help me, help me, Daniel. And Daniel says, he's in here. And then all the family comes in and shoots him. You hear Andy McDowell's character say, I'm so proud of you, Daniel. And she does the same thing mm-hmm. to Georgie in the goat pit. She says, like, I'm so proud of you, Georgie, that you did that. So it's a continuation of this disgusting behavior. It's, it's <laughs> just blows. Yeah, perpetuating yeah, it. The family sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Major. Yeah, you, you, you thought that she was kind of a good member of the family, and, you know, maybe she or the wasn't like them. The coke until- I, I felt like maybe she cared a little bit about um, the girlfriend or the new wife. Grace. But then when she said that, yeah, Grace. And then when she said that, I was like, oh, you're such a bitch. You're just as yeah. bad as everybody else. She sucks. She yeah. sucks. Grace, <laughs> Grace is in the car and she uses like the OnStar function on it oh this was so oh, dumb this sucks. i was so mad at her fuck you justin you piece of shit he, who so still talks- has that yeah rich people car. yeah rich yeah, people it, it would take longer than that for that vehicle to be stolen yeah who reported the vehicle stolen i'm assuming it was no, i mean yeah he does kind of get up right after she drives away but like <laughs> and for and there's a function to just turn the car off like what all right they all run on computer systems I, now i mean okay. yeah was that great. was wild i have on star i know they can they can see where you are but i don't think they can turn your vehicle they wouldn't work on that model car it's a 2003 lincoln it wouldn't I mean, work. it's the same thing we talked about in terminator uh terminator 3 it was because they use Crown Vicks. Lincoln's it's the same fucking car, just fancier. It doesn't have drive-by wire or any of that shit. Like it wouldn't work that way, unless there was some like yeah. unless there was some external kill switch built into it, which they can do. It's a lot harder on the older vehicles to just have a just to cut it off. They have that mm. money. It would. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Why would that be like your first thing you go to? Like, aha, the I kill switch. I think but it's they- more supposed to show like the difference between. The higher class and the lower class is more like, oh, we'll just shut your car down. <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that I feel that they're paying these people. Like, it's the same person that's going to answer every single time. Right. Like he's, he's in their he's pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. definitely like a, makes, like, or there's sense. like a list, or there's like a list of people. Like, if these people call, you do this. Yeah. yeah. Right. If it's not said person in the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless, do this. Oh, dude, that seems great. It's By the so way, great. she's just on the phone with him. He's like, I need you to help me. I need you. What's the guy's name? What's Justin. His- Justin. 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 I need you to help me. Justin, fuck you. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, have a good day. But it's great because it's one of those things where you're like, why would she call you if she stole the car to ask for help for you to call the cops? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So that's where I kind of feel like Angela's theory kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, this I person right, is, doesn't actually work for this. If they work for, the the local mosses and mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but that's so great hey justin fuck i've you. been watching okay, way too day. much riverdale <laughs> <laughs> customer service i've been watching way too much riverdale the last couple of days everybody's in everybody's pocket so it's like yep you, it's you don't trust anybody so because the car got turned off stevens catches up and tranks her the family he catches up way too fast. I I read. Like she's <laughs> she's T one thousand running. she's been driving straight down this road for quite a while at a high speed. Yeah, he caught up to her very fast after being you know choked Fucking out. Choked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, how is he not dead yet? He's yes. like a he's like a villain in Home Alone. He's yeah. like Joe Pesci. He just <laughs> nothing nothing gets him. Yeah. So he's back for more. Yeah. This is a great scene though, where they are in the car, and Stevens calls the father. Yes. To tell him that she, he's got her, and of course this. he's got he's blaring his music, oh, and they're yeah. watching that on the camera. Overture. They're like, turn it down, yeah, Stevens, turn it down. Behind you. Behind you. Just she fucking. Kicks him in the head a few times. Phone, they've got their phones up and their the phone up and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. After the car crashes, the father just was like, what the fuck? And it's all motion <laughs> and shit. And, and they both like pass out. And they're just like, oh, I love so it. It's so good. good. It's great. It's great. Uh, Daniel catches up with Grace after she gets out of the car and. This is where you kind of get the notion that he changed his mind and he's taking this serious and he wants to make sure the ritual is done right because you know certain people don't deserve to die even if he feels most of them do. So he knocks her out and the dad just shows up out of the fucking shadows. Yeah, see, they got know. there real fast. Yeah, I like, was, hey, like, was that... like, where the fuck you come from? Like, did they the, know where the they were butler crash? getting to? Yeah, the butler getting to the car didn't bother me. Them getting that crash scene really fast bothered me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, they got there fast. Maybe there's under underground tunnels in this house too. Who knows? Maybe that's a possibility. That is a yeah. very yeah. So <laughs> Alex and his mom have a chat about you know she wants him to come home and you know be around more. He's like, well, she's like, I don't understand why you left. It's been, well, you know, when we're made to do goat sacrifices all the time you know it's not really a, something i want to stick around and keep doing <laughs> yeah that made me wonder and i still i still when i watch this movie because i do watch it way too much um, <laughs> it does make me wonder that if she hadn't pulled the hide and seek card let's just say she pulled checkers okay is there still a ceremony for her to be in the family it just it it, it kind of because like the other people in the family, Charity and uh, Hutch, Hitch, Fitch, Fitch, Finch, whatever, Finch. They know what they have to do. So, is there a ceremony after they play a game that's not, let's say, hide and seek? Mm. 
where they're a part of the family. It doesn't. It, it, it can't just be the game. It has to be short. something else. You need a short they have of to, like somebody well, they have doing to, a normal game. Well, they yeah. have. I would assume they game. have to pledge themselves to Mr. LaBelle. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there that has would to be some sense. sort of ceremony. Like they all have to be aware yeah. of this. Yes, because they all know. So there has to be some sort of ceremony. And she still would have to agree to that. And in my opinion, I don't think Grace ever would. Like, even if she picked another card that wasn't hide and seek, would she say, like, oh, yeah, totally. I'll pledge my soul to Mr. LaBelle and be fine with this. No, I don't think she would. But they don't ever, like, kind of tackle that. And I I always kind of wonder that when I watch this movie. Yeah. I feel like that makes perfect sense, though, because of what we see at the very end. I mean, yes. how would that happen to people that They're are married in? With this <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is fine. Yeah. This isn't weird at all. And it's they're fine. not part of the bloodline, so. Yeah. So they know. So mm-hmm. the, mom, the mom tells a story about the ritual to the kids, which is just weird. Yes. And, um, this is where you get the, the line, don't be a bitch, bitch. i want to say i want to say one more thing when you're talking about when when alex is talking to his mom this is this is the whole thing for me it's yeah don't mind that it's the it's the uh, literally this is indoctrination as as some of you have mentioned earlier because when he's talking about sacrificing the ghosts alex says the problem is is it felt normal Mm-hmm. Well, if you're raised for it to be that way, and that's what you're told to do, and everybody else does it, then it is perceived as normal, be it sacrificing goats, abuse, theft, any of that stuff. So it, mm-hmm. th- that's that's a big part of the story, which I thought was cool. Like, of course, they've dotted on it here and there, but this is kind of like your big, like, all right, here's the rest of it. Uh, kind of how, you know, the whole family mentality of this show works and how it yeah. can manipulate people to do horrible things but you see everybody else doing it's like well maybe it's not that bad yeah that's totally true yeah absolutely absolutely so the ritual begins as grace is strapped (gasps) to a table and the family chants in latin hail satan and as they pass around the chalice full of something uh it gets laced it gets laced with with uh, hydrochloric acid yikes um and yeah they all start like puking up blood and you're like oh shit is this how everyone's gonna die (laughs) no this is just a minor setback everybody clearly hydrochloric acid (laughs) swallowing it it's just a minor it's fine no he said it's 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 (sighs) not enough to kill him it's just enough to make him shit funny for a couple days Daniel is like secret MVP of this movie. Yeah, this is where you find out that Daniel, you know, another twist, you know, he's actually wants to save Grace. He tries to get her out and Charity kind of shows up and ends up shooting him. And then Grace beats the shit out of her. (laughs) Beats the shit out of the mom? Beats the shit out of the mom. No, what happens to Charity? She No, uh, doesn't Charity get knocked out by, by Grace? And then Grace moves on and then runs into the mom. No, well, so Char- Grace says something to Charity because she shoots her husband, Daniel. Yeah, she, yeah she so Daniel. Grace and Daniel tries to get Grace out, and then Charity comes in and basically says, "Like you care more about her than you care about me. You didn't give a shit about me having to do this, having to pledge my soul to Mister LaBelle, but you want her. You want to save her." Right. 
which again is I feel like I feel like he picked a girl he didn't really love to bring into this family for yeah. some reason. He didn't yeah. give a shit about her, but he cares about Grace more than he cares about his own wife. And then she she shoots him. Doesn't she? Yeah. 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 I swear, yeah. So I, I swear it's Charity shoots Daniel and then yes. Grace goes up and like knocks her out and then moves on and yeah. she actually runs into the father next. Yes. Yes. And she beats yep. the shit out of him. Which then yes. she sets fire. To, she starts the fire in the house. Yeah, she hits him with the lantern. Yeah, she's she got that, he's got that lantern. Yeah, yeah. Those old school lanterns. This is when Alex finds Daniel's body, and he, you know, has his emotional breakdown because him and Daniel mm-hmm. were really close. Mm-hmm. And that's when Grace runs into Becky, the mom, and they have their little fight. And Grace, I love this fight. Her with the, <laughs> takes the box and just. Fucks her face up. Uh, just yes, her. Man. Oh, her yes. Love it. And that's when Grace and Alex finally reunite, and she is just covered in everything you could imagine. Like her hair is just natty. She's covered, covered in, in everything from beginning to end. Goats and vomit. And <laughs> yeah, beginning, beginning to end. Yeah, she is just had and a he terrible says, day. <laughs> you won't be with me after this, will you? No, fucker, I won't. <laughs> no, yeah, she's like, don't touch yeah. me. Yeah, because she's like backing away every time he tries to touch yeah. her. Which, like, I don't blame her. Then this is when. Who do you he, think I am? So this is when he determines I'm going to. I guess we're going to actually do this ritual, and so he. Calls I feel like family. he he had his mind made up a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think with all the other things that happened, it kind of like, especially the conversation with his mom, kind of casts a lot, a lot of that into doubt. So. Mm-hmm. so he calls for the rest of the family to come in. It's only the father and Helene left. Emily, oh, at oh, Finch and and Emily and the kids, but uh, yeah, and then they notice Becky, and they, you know, the the thing is, is like, I they don't want really want to be a part of this whole this whole thing. So like, they see Becky, and they're like, oh no, like fuck. Like this, uh-huh. it's really emotional for them, and this is when the dad kind of like tweak. Like he's he's fucking done. Like he's like, we got to do this right now. Like he takes it super serious. So they, yeah. So they, um, it's that as the house burns around them, they do the rich. They set up for the ritual again. They kind of just strap her down to like a kitchen table, and they do the whole thing. And then she is, uh, Alex stabs her in the chest. And nothing happens. No, he didn't stab her in the chest. She, she oh, moves. She moves, moves. Like the she moves real yeah. quick. Right, right. Gets in the shoulder, gets out, and then try to fin- like hold. Does her goat? Her goat scream. Yeah, does the goat yes. scream? This is oh. what I said. She screams like a goat. Yes. Does her goat scream? Taylor Swift. And uh, that's when <laughs> Helene's like, "Oh no!" And she opens up the curtains, and it's the sun. Yep. And, and everybody's like, oh, "Okay, maybe uh, this was all bullshit." Maybe yeah, they're all good, like, right? and yeah, they all freeze, like, no. And I was waiting for like, some hocus pocus moment. <laughs> I, I kind of like the fact that the movie gives them some time to dwell. Like, maybe we shouldn't have been doing this. Yeah, maybe this was all we're, fucked up. We're fine. Yeah. Or, or that whole thought that we were like, is this actually a curse? Is there really something that's going to happen? And there was a period of time where there was enough light where they could look at each other and be like, this was all fucking fake, you know? Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, and then Fitch is like, well, if this is all bullshit, what are we supposed to do with her? Because it's like she's a loose end. She, she could just go to the cops and yeah, uh, say things. They're gonna have and, to kill her regardless. And Helene's <laughs> and Helene goes after her with the fucking axe and just explodes. Oh, and every, so and then everyone's just like, what the fuck? And that's <laughs> and then, uh, I think it was Fitch. I think Fitch was the next one to blow up. Yeah. And Fitch looks when, at the dad and goes, "I guess you were right." yeah and uh <laughs> this was and then of course and i like this this was kind of tasteful where emily takes the two kids tries to run out all you see is the explode you don't see them explode you just see yeah, you don't need to see nine-year-olds you don't need yeah. yeah 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 i'd be holding as much as like, georgie oh. was a piece of shit Oh, Weren't yeah. they like picking kids. pieces of their body parts oh, off yeah. of their faces yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> and, it was yeah. such a good scene uh, Ch- Charity, I think, is the next one to blow yep. up, and then the dad. He's just like, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, and then he just blows up in her face. And then the last one, of course, is Alex, and Alex is trying to like plead with her and stuff like that. And she is fucking loving every. She is lost. She is the. He is done. She is, um, <laughs> what's her name? The final girl of Texas Chainsaw Massacre when she is in the back yes. of the truck, oh. and she is. Yes. She is just. There's nothing left. She's just laughing and nope. screaming. She's and, laughing. I love. And it. she is just it. chuckling. She got a big smile on her face, and she's just seeing everyone blow up. Like you gotta be. Like it's one of those things. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me, right? Like this oh. is how this is happening. This is what happens. This is how my wedding is, night ends. Yeah, and. At, <laughs> Alex is trying to plead with her and she takes off the ring. She's like, I want a divorce. And right as she says, and she's she just like, up. yeah, it's so like drop, like drop. And uh, she just stands there kind of contemplating everything that just happened. And she looks over and kind of the, I think the, from the, it's like the, the, the light from the fire kind of reflects yeah. in the chair, the fireplace, see, the fire comes out of the fireplace. Right. And, goes and you over see Mr. LaBelle, you see Mr. LaBelle and he kind of just uh, nods at her. And she just goes, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. It's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she wanders out of the house as it's up in flames. And she, well, at first she takes Grabs um, the cigarette Becky's case. Cigarettes case, yep. And she goes out and sits on the front steps or the back steps where she got buried. And you got the people coming in, the rescue, you know, the fire department and all that. And one of the guys comes up. He's like, oh my God, what happened to you? And she just goes, in laws. In laws, and that's how it ends. And I'm like, this, <laughs> what a fucking perfect ending to this perfect so good. movie. So good. I love how she takes the cigarette case, though, because in earlier she's like, "Oh, it's so pretty." Mm-hmm. When she first meets the mom, she admires it. Like, yeah. Ah, so good. Full circle. Uh, yep. <laughs> they did points. Uh, they did point some out in the podcast. So this was not me. You think of Mr. LaBelle's name for those of you who didn't look into this. His name is just a Belial. jumbling of letters from yeah, Belial, Belial, you know. So Satan. Yeah. Or in, actually in, in in French, LaBelle means like a lease. Like the lease. Mm. So a lot of people think exactly. like because he leases them the their fortune and yeah, he can take deal. it back. Mm. Yeah. You don't hold up your end of the bargain. You don't hold up your end of the bargain. I'm going to take it back. Yeah. So. so the theory that I read with the reason why she didn't like the ritual didn't work was one. It didn't actually pierce her heart, which I guess is what was supposed to. They're supposed to. Yeah, just, 
or, yeah, just, or, just so. stab, or maybe just stab her or I kill her. I mean, I think just kill, kill her, her, which they never um, did. Right. And uh, so there was a whole thing of like the reason like she didn't die and everything still happened was the fact that like she went into it looking for love and looking for family instead of looking for she didn't marry to the family for money. She married in to get a family, which is not, you know, what I guess LaBelle like showed her mercy. That was a theory uh, I read. I don't know if it okay. really makes much sense. I don't buy that one. Yeah, I, I don't kinda, either. Yeah, I kind of thought it was um, it's just the fact that she took off the ring and said, I want a divorce. Yeah, it's so good. Because honestly, so good. I think that if she said, okay, Alex, we'll stay married, I think they would have started over. And they would have been like, they still would have had the agreement with Mr. LaBelle, but they would have been the new generation. Right. But the fact that she takes the ring off and says, I want a divorce. Cause like, why didn't he blow up right after his father did? You know, here's my, so I think it was that. So the entire family's dead now. Mm -hmm. She inherits all that because she's technically married. That's what I thought. But there's no way that father changed the fucking will of his entire family to include this rando chick that's come in. There's no way he did that. I mean, that's what I, Yes. But there's no living relatives now and she does have a marriage certificate. Yeah, everybody's dead. Like if it's like, yeah. oh yes, it goes to Alex and whoever he's married to, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific name, but like she's technically still married to him. Maybe. And, but Maybe. she doesn't it, she wouldn't inherit the curse, right? No. I think no. it's broken now. It's done. Yeah, it's all over. Well, yeah, because because at the end of it they even say LaBelle he likes games, a game of chance. At the end of it, she won. Regardless, yeah. she was the winner, so that's why he nodded to her. Like she's, he's acknowledging you have won my game. Yeah, respect, man. Don't fuck <laughs> all talk, the losers. Can, You're the winner. Can we talk for a second about how they mentioned about another family that, like, their house went up in flames and something similar happened to them? Were there other families yeah. that had this curse? I, there, I think there were. Been. Well, this I think is, there I, were. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, Allie. I think there were other members of the family because, like. Alex says it. He says, like, if you don't play, you die. My my cousin Heather and my great uncle and all these other people I never fucking met. They didn't play. They died. Okay. I think it's just extended members. I think it extends to everybody in the family. Yeah, so like if you're, if you're, yeah. third cousins, fourth cousins, like all these people, you know? It was it was said, Well, didn't they die in a fire? And the dad's like, You don't want to know how they died. Yeah. So mm. he knows. So yeah, yeah. Right. I think just it's just like extended set. family members. Yeah, yeah. If you're married into the family in any way, shape, or form, you have the curse, and you have to yeah. abide by the rules. And like you said, if you don't play, you suffer the same fate that everybody else did. You're technically the loser because you didn't play. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. That is ready or not. Do we have anything we want to add before we get into our end of show rigmarole here? You guys, have anything to add about this movie? No, go watch it. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Definitely it worth it. Mm-hmm. We'll say the um the yeah, converse. <laughs> the converse hey. that she wore had to be custom painted because uh converse doesn't make yellow converse I, anymore. I mean, I was in it right then because I'm I like converse. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had to get a white pair and dye them yellow because converse doesn't make yellow anymore. Um uh, oh, oh. Ye- what about how many wedding dresses oh. there were? 17 different versions. Yep. Damn. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, 
Wedding dresses are not easy to make either. Also, <laughs> hers is like like a bustier underneath like a lace thing. It, that must have been so uncomfortable to wear. And there are so night. many layers on the bottom too. Oh, the tool. What she, ripped, what she ripped through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many layers that was, but it was a lot. So many. I just wouldn't have wanted to wear that like strapless bustier top all night. I would have been like, no. I guess you'd be like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't remember, see, I don't remember seeing her fix here. herself at all. Like throughout the entire run. movie. Like I like I've seen many women wearing those type of things and they're oh. always fucking. I yeah, know. I don't have much this here, but I'm fence. constantly yes. adjusting. And, oh, she, and she's awful. a pretty busty woman. Like I've seen yeah. you know, other photos yes, of her. I'm like, she yeah, is. Yeah. So it's like, I care. Yeah. Like, and we just never saw it. It was always like a seed. They cut away. It was, she's in the corner. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Should have uh, worn straps on this one. Yes. Uh, uh, tape. Yes. All the tape. Too much yeah. running. There's so There's much so running much though. Running. It's athletic. Oh, I know. Oh, no, you just it's get to the that, point, right? You just let them go free, right? You don't even care anymore. You're trying to no, survive. it's that uh, either double sided tape or glue they use um, in the pageants. It's it, yeah. it definitely stays. <laughs> yeah, we were having a similar conversation mm-hmm. when we were talking about Mad Max and those costumes too. Oh, yeah. on Fury oh, Road. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. like nothing to them. No, like, how the, and they do a lot the... of crazy shit, and you're like, huh? Mm, mm, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <clears throat> those are magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, oh, oh, go, God damn it, Dan! I was trying. I go, was trying. Dan. To, good lord, no. fuck you, Go ahead, Your Majesty. No, fuck. No, Dan. No. <laughs> just yeah. No, I was just gonna say it was a good movie. I'm just waiting for the um, the goat laughing cut. So they'll take oh, that out. We need a 4K release of this movie. I would double buy it, it in a heartbeat. Oh, it's currently absolutely. on Amazon for like 14 bucks on Blu-ray. They don't have a 4K oh. version of this yet. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, which I was going to rent it. and But you can buy it on Amazon right now for like $2 digitally. So I was like, well, I might as well keep, you know, oh, I, I watched, yeah, I watched this, it on so. Hulu. Who's on I Hulu? watched it on Hulu. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was on Hulu. Yeah. Oh yeah, because our Why didn't we're, IMDb we're tell you that? We're blacklisted. Yeah. Blacklisted on Hulu and sorry. Disney Plus again. <laughs> Account doesn't work. So. Oh so, no. So, so Angela, how are you going to watch the movie dumb. we're going to be covering next week? Rent it somewhere else. I don't know. What's it? To figure out. So, this isn't the we- first time that our account has been blacklisted. When Disney Plus first had their, when they first started, we signed up, and they're like, "Oh no, you can't sign up," and I'm like. Why? So we had to call them. Then they're like, "Oh yeah, your IP's been blacklisted." I'm like, "For what reason?" What are you doing. <laughs> so then I had to recently, like a few weeks ago, call them, and we were on the phone for like four or five days. Yeah. It's oh my gosh. To get them, I finally he was on the phone with Hulu, and I was on the phone with Disney. Disney finally figured it out and reset our IP. And we were able to watch something for like two weeks and then did it again. I'm like, so, so I paused our subscription to Hulu because I'm like, this is bullshit. Wow. Yes, oh, because your IP is, is blacklisted. So even if you like, try I to guess set up it's another account with a different through, email, it would still fuck with you. Yeah. I guess it's through spectrum that we're, that we have our 
internet through. Oh. Okay, random thought. Mm. But what I was yeah, what I, what I was gonna say, <laughs> I think the movie's great, and I think you need to watch it. I'm gonna buy it, and I did buy stuff off off, off Grove, like you recommended yes, or whatever. Uh, that, it, they, have, listen, they have a good, they have a fantastic 4K selections for super cheap. They always have sales like every week. We're gonna be they got their Black Friday stuff. Black Friday, they got their Black Friday stuff too. They do, yes. So, a lot of great it, titles on there. If you're yes, uh, if you're a physical collector, it's a great site to buy yep. Blu-rays, DVDs, all that stuff. So. And We're not even thing. sponsored by them, but I'm going to shout them out anyway. No, we should. <laughs> yes. um, Someday. I thought about this. And there's no way this takes place other, other anywhere else but the Northeast or California, yes. like you it mentioned. It takes place only down one... the street, Dan. Takes place it has in my to. house. Remember, this is my it has little to. my wing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has to. And you're it's your you're just the fenced in you know right property off compound. Right Sorry, off the did, kitchen. I don't undersell your property compound. It's a few, a few over. But no, because nobody has a fucking gut on them except for charity. I got one in my purse. Nobody has a fucking gut. There's no way it takes place in the South. No way. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charity and her is. drug usage. I'm glad you guys liked it. It's good. Good, good, good pick. Yes, it was awesome. Pick. When, when, you, mm-hmm. when you messaged me, I was like, yes! Because last week's movie was fun to talk about, but uh, Dan and Angela weren't big fans of it but it was a lot of fun to uh to sit down and talk about fear and loathing is whew. have you guys and ever I seen hate fear and loathing be so negative. yeah yeah it's not one of my faves yeah same I, I hated to be so negative too because it was something somebody else picked it like, was a lot of fun regardless it it's fun. not one of my faves <laughs> but yeah. next week for episode 82 we're going to be doing another guest episode we're going to be bringing in our good friend andrew shoning Dan, we're kicking Dan out. He's getting the fuck out of here. I won't and, be uh, here. We're we're bringing in our good friend Andrew Shoning. We're going to be jumping into the Star Wars universe for the very first time ever on the show. At least I think. I don't know. We've done eighty-one episodes of this thing, so I can't remember. I don't think we've done it. We've I mean, you you think uh, you would remember this? <laughs> I think it's the first time we're venturing into the Star Wars universe uh, because of the fact that and Andor is ending. Uh, we're going to be actually reviewing that. Me and Shoning are going to be doing that. So we figured, why not talk about the movie that kind of ties into it? So we're going to be doing Rogue One, a Star Wars story next week. And then the week after that, we're starting our Christmas movies. Heck yeah, yeah. buddy. Which is just going to be me, Dan, and Angela, just like old times. And then once 2023 comes comes around, we're going to be bringing back more guests. But our guests tonight have been fantastic. Thank you so much, Allie. Thank you. Thank you. For joining us. Thank you for having us. Oh, absolutely. You guys are welcome back anytime. Uh, your husbands are welcome on anytime. That would be a fucking <laughs> riot to have six people on this show. Four is a oh, lot. Wow. Six? Whoa! <laughs> well, I'll have to take oh. turns. <laughs> I have something I need to add before this all ends. Okay. I've, been, I've not been on point in this episode, and I'm sorry for anybody that's listening at this point, but I just wanted to say... Uh, Cock, dick cheese, I know anal, truffle butter, uh, chode, gooch. Is this your porn name for this movie? <laughs> no, not at all. Were you being polite the whole the whole episode just, until now? Like, why? You really need to listen to their show more, Dan. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't it. I just felt like I wasn't on point, like with some of my stuff. I was like, I was missed the it, sexual jokes, like. It, I was gonna uh, make waiting. I was gonna make a comment that everybody exploding in blood at the very end was a metaphor for menstruation, but 
I was like, ah, maybe that's too far. It's not real. I just pulled that oh out my of my gosh. ass. I'm just fucking talking. Yeah, because Dan, that's just, the worst thing you've ever said on this show. Oh, absolutely. But like, I just, I just don't know. I just the, the episode flowed. And I was like, I just got nothing to add to this. Parker's gonna have to make a cut of all the inappropriate things that he's cut out that you've said. And like, oh, we can't post that. Forever. I feel like you need. I feel like after that, we need to make sure that they're the guys are on your show. Because it would be just a fucking, it would be you guys talking about queefs and tapes. Say that way too much. Dan, you need to listen to their show more because it's fantastic. Their show is the closest to ours. I've like of of all the podcasts I listen to, their show is the like. It's like wow. It's it's literally it feels like our show. It's great, and it's not me talking, so it's even better because I hate listening to myself. Uh, How many I, times did Matt say taint in oh, between? Said, oh, we the taint, taint Donovan. The, yeah. Yeah. Taint, Poor Donovan. taint Donovan. He was Hercules. Poor taint damn it. Donovan. <laughs> you respect yeah. Hercules. I know. I was <laughs> ready for your, your, your porn name for this one. Yeah, what's you your just, porn name? You let Dan? me down. You, yeah. You haven't done one in a while. I don't know. Ready or not. The Bukaki edition. I don't know what the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's here we come. Yeah. Because ready oh, or not, no. here so we good. come. Yeah, here we go. But it has to be just it's it's, 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 it's C U M of course. Yeah, it has to be C U M. And it has to be like one of those just train videos where it's like one lady just a shitload of bros. No offense to women, yeah. just, and that's just how it yeah, has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we come, like you know, it's kind of mm. like hide and seek, but they just have sex. Like I'm how you found me, and then we have to have sex. Uh, there you go. Oh, I would love that song to be like made into like a porn song. Run, run, run. It's time to run and hide. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Over just various oh, sex no. scenes. Like, that sounds awful. <laughs> I really sn- sap the mood. That would be like a strong mute candidate. But, you know. It's so good. It would be. If you're using it as intended, it would be a mute candidate for me. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, Tammy, where can people find you? Uh, so we are at quad pro quo pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, you know, we have a link tree website and everything, or that's basically it. Or, uh, if you're listening, you can really find us anywhere, you know, Spotify, Apple music, everything. So we're across everywhere. Yes. Yep. Uh, and what, and what is the, what's the next episode you guys got coming out? So this Robot will be out. <laughs> right. This this will be out on oh. the twenty seventh of November. So what episode okay. will be your latest one? Will it be that robot one, or will it be your so first robot episode? jocks will be coming out on Thanksgiving, okay. and then the episode after that will be Black Christmas. So okay. there we go. Mm-hmm. Make sure to check. So it'll out be all this. the holiday holiday movies. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm always you guys mm-hmm. are you guys are top top of my listening list. You guys, thank are, you. You're, you're the whole group is hilarious. You guys run a great show and you guys are fairly new you're you're not what are, what are you on right now what's your episode count uh we 22 yeah, yeah robot jocks wow. will be 24 i think yeah we started june june of 2022 so oh, that, yes. that was uh episode 22 was like like three episodes into us being dissect that film before when we changed our name so it's like it feels that feels oh, like forever ago for us but like you <laughs> yeah. guys i mean you guys kill it you guys Great. Thank great you. Show. I can't say Thank you. about you guys. Thank you. Um, looking we forward so much to fun. having having your significant others on the show as well. That would be a blast, and definitely having you guys back. Um, Thank you. 
That one you can kick Angela out, and it can just be the guys. Just be the guys. We might be scaring you. <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're all just swinging legs <laughs> around. I don't know what's going on. Oh, God. God. <laughs> Meat spinning twenty four seven. It wouldn't surprise me. Jesus Christ. At this point, so every every game would just be fucking pixels. Like. <clears throat> <laughs> oh lord so we've been uh, married for 15 years nothing surprises me that anything uh, you say anymore i just means i have to work harder that's all it means <laughs> so what we're gonna be working on we have uh we're gonna be having our next review uh will be star wars rogue one a star wars story we're gonna be reviewing Andor. we're also i'm also hoping i can find someone who wants to review the chucky uh tv series season two because i don't want to do it by myself but if it happens, it'll happen. But it'll, there'll be a review for that. Um, also, I've been releasing some shorts on our YouTube channel of uh, Screenbox reviews of movies that probably not a lot of people have heard about. But I figured I'd put some shorts up on the YouTube channel and uh, also posting it on our TikTok, which is all Dissect That Film. Yeah. Wherever you're, if you want to find us, just type in Dissect That Film and you're most likely going to find us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all those fun places. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan Angelo of DNA Gaming. That, wait, I gotta figure out where you guys are. That is Allie. <laughs> and that is Tammy of the Quad Pro Quo Podcast. This is an episode 80. One? Two? One? Ah! This has been episode 81 Ew. of the podcast. What episode are we on? I think it's 81. I, I, this, I did this prayer. last week when I was like, oh, so we're going to have Allie and Tammy on to talk about, and I couldn't think of the name of the movie. <laughs> Dan, what episode are we on? It should be 81, because I remember yeah. I fucked up on the remember the start of Predators, this, and you're like, no, it's in the 79. This has been episode 81 of the podcast. We'll see you all in the end next time. Words are hard. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You guys don't have to-